first time I went to that running club. You don't know anyone there. But really nobody, I promise you, nobody is judging you. They're applauding you for coming out and putting yourself out there. Every time I see a new person, I'm just like, you go, that's hard to do. And you don't have to, you know, run marathons to be a runner too. I think that's a huge thing that people are pushing nowadays. It's like, oh, are you a runner? Did you run a marathon? It's like, no, but you can go out. You don't even need a watch, you know? Just put some plain old shoes on and just go for a run. I promise your day will be a lot better. Just getting out in the fresh air. You can walk. Run walking is fine. I do it sometimes too. Everything is acceptable. Mm, that's beautiful. <laughs> Give me daps on that one, dude. <laughs> Big PRP vibe. <laughs> Hi, this is Cynthia Fink with the Erie Marathon episode of the Pre-Race Podcast, and I am joined by my co-host, David Pokrivka. Run, 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 run. get this thing cooking shall we yes sir david's got the pit vipers on (laughs) vibes are immaculate in here on this monday morning this labor day we love a labor day edition episode oh i did did one last year and it was good vibes and now you guys are following up here and all right you gotta carry the tradition yeah Yeah, the batter's box and you guys are looking like it's gonna be a strong performance (laughs) let's make it happen the sunnies are on and the (laughs) bananas are on as well and you guys already ate some nanners yeah and you ate nanners before you came and ate nanners with me Got That's all right. the potassium. We're carb loaded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready for this one. This is the Erie Marathon edition. I'm feeling iry for the Erie Marathon. Have you, Erie Marathon's down in Pennsylvania? That's right. It's yep. in like a state park down there? Yeah. Yep. You do two loops around the park and you're done. Dang, bro. So, Pretty easy. So two loops. Yep. So you're going to have to go into that like double down situation. Yeah. I've heard it gets kind of mental because you actually pass the finish line Ugh. and you have to go through it like, oh, that's not the finish line yet. Yeah. So like one, more, <laughs> one more time. One more time around the loo. Yeah. Oof. That's kind of rough, dude. <laughs> I know. But, but you're going to we'll be all right. It. Yeah. Got it's that little, mental strongness. Yeah. That's so the closest strength. you get to NASCAR. That's right. <laughs> Are you turning left out there or right? Do you know? I have no idea. I think it's left. <laughs> I think you're going left. That's how it normally yeah, goes. Yeah, yeah. That's how it normally goes. Um, this is the, I thought this was your first marathon, but it's actually your second marathon edition. That is right. First marathon last year yep. in Detroit, right? Correct. Yeah. And, and how'd that go overall? Really good. Um, I don't think like I, I didn't blow up or anything. Kay. I think around 21 is when it started to really feel hard. Mm. I ran the whole way. Kay. Didn't stop and walk. Nice work. Was definitely tired after like I had to sit and my legs were pretty much trash for the whole week did you but, feel a little yucky afterwards too um or just I didn't throw up or anything definitely couldn't eat for a little bit and I was really looking forward to eating some pasta right after and okay. going to Hobcat getting a beer but I was like I gotta sit for maybe a few hours <laughs> it's yeah. one of those yeah <laughs> give me a sec All yeah right. just seeing her cross the finish line <laughs> Just like, could you tell? She was, yeah, full of accomplishment, but also looked dead at the same time. <laughs> you do international Detroit last year, or yes, yes. Yep. nice, dude. Well, congratulations. What was your time? Do you remember? Four hours and thirty-six minutes. Oh, that ain't so, bad. Yeah, I that was happy. Bad. I really didn't have like a goal time. I was really hoping for like four thirty, and okay. I just didn't want to put that pressure on my first one. I just, I had no idea what to expect. So good for you, dude. But now I. Know what to expect, and now, now do you I'm have really some? Do you have some goals and some expectations for this one now? For this one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> like I did with Bayshore Half Two, that was kind of my first race that I had a 
time goal that I was really looking for. So, and it went really well. Every time that I put a time goal on it, it has gone really well, fingers crossed. So, nice. knock on that wood right there. Yeah. Boom, boom. Uh, Bayshore, your time was pretty slick too. It was like hour 37 or something like that. Hour 40, 47. That hour 47, yeah. So, like 830 miles or what? what is that? 810, 811, Sheesh. I think. So, woo. And I was hoping, I just wanted to get under like 150. Yeah. So. Yeah, of course. Well, I think you're well on your way here. Yeah, for some, like three hours of, not three hours, three years of running. So Pretty good, dude. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good. And you're having fun while you're doing it, right? Yeah. That's all that matters. That's love all that it. Matters. Uh, this, like we said, is the Labor Day edition. Shout out. We love Mondays off. Yes. We talked about Labor Day last season when we did it. It's just the celebration of the workforce. Yeah. By giving us a day off. Yeah. And yeah. we'll take it. Exactly. We'll take any day off that they'll give us. Especially paid ones. Especially paid ones. Yeah, especially a paid one. Are you getting paid right now, David, for yeah. being off? Yeah, yeah. It's holiday pay. Cindy's mm-hmm. getting paid. I'm not yeah. getting paid. I need oh, to get man. a real job, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only good part. This little working for yourself thing isn't so sweet on Labor Day. Yeah. Me. <laughs> but it's fun. We're having fun. Sorry, I'm getting this all situated here. Um, this is the Ginger Gone Running Edition. <laughs> it's you, dude. That is me. Uh, when did you start this whole little, like escapade into documenting your your journey did you like when you got into running was this part of your i don't know want to say part of your plan yeah but was this just like it seems like you've been documenting this from the start for the most part or yeah. was it a slow roll it actually started as more of a food account okay so kind of how david said i tried that vegan lifestyle for okay. maybe a month and i was <laughs> a little flash in the pants yeah okay. i was like posting some recipes on that and then i started kind of getting into working out more now that i had graduated college and got my master's finished all that stuff so okay. i had a lot of free time on my hands and so i kind of picked up running working out and i found a lot of other running instagrams and thought, oh, like that would be fun to kind of document that journey. And it just kind of became what it is today. Yeah. So, and it's pretty good now, dude. Yeah. I honestly, it has changed the running game completely, just also from like a competitive sti- side where I can compete with others, but also just making friends and encouraging others too. It's awesome to yeah, see. Like growing your network through that. Yes. Having homies through that. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, Learning cool. through what other people have, seeing coaches, what other people do. So, yeah. And that's how you and I met. Yeah, that's right. That's like over a year ago, we were linking up, chit chatting a little bit. Huh? Yes. Yep. When did you discover the pod? Do you remember? Last fall um, sometime? Actually, this busy season for work. Okay. I listened to all the podcasts in January and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sad that he isn't coming out with another season until like May. Yes. And I had just <laughs> listened to all of them. Oh, Love Cindy, it. that makes me so happy. Yeah. I'm glad that you awesome. binged the episodes. Yes. Yeah. You just took them all down. I know. That's amazing. They were great. There's been some growth. Season one was a little, uh, a little raspy. We've been making yeah. we've been making strides, dude. <laughs> yeah. Slowly. Shout yes. out to all the season one guests, though. Yeah, Those it was awesome. Ones. Loved you. it. Thank you so much. Um, this is the running for beers, running for brews. Actually, Royal Oak Edition. That's okay. your kind of. Is that your main? Is that your main crew? Yep. You run yep. with Detroit, uh, a Detroit uh, running club too. Who do you run with in Detroit? Um, run Detroit. I've okay. done that a few times. Okay, cool. Yep. But the running for brews. Those are your people. It seems yes. like. Yeah, we out with. run a lot together on Monday nights, so it's really fun. And even like at races, we'll all meet up afterwards too. Mm-hmm. So and drink some beers afterwards. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Rashard and Rebecca are coming on later this season. No way. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I'm super excited. Yeah, and Rashard is, he's, he's the guy, awesome. Huh? Yeah. Yes. That's what I've told, that's what everyone has told me. Yep. I've had multiple people be like, you need to get Rashard on this podcast. And 100%. Like, and then I emailed Rashard, shout out to Rashard if he listens to this. And he's like, I got an idea. 
Oh. He's like, is there any way to work in drinking beer and sampling beer into your podcast? And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, let me think about that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I think we're going to do a, a beer sampling at each section of the pod. Oh, that's awesome. Each jingle, a jingle means a sip of beer. That is awesome. So I think that'll be fun. 100%. That's a cool crew. I, I want to come run with you guys. You guys are Monday nights. Yep. Every Monday, was it, 6 p.m.? 7. 7. Yep. And how far do you guys run on a Monday? It's like Just hour? Just 5K. Okay. Just yep. to run and then you guys have a drink at the, at what brewery are you guys at over there? Oh, Tools. Oh, Tools, dude. Yep. Is it a brewery or a bar? It's more of a bar. More of a bar? Yeah. Can you get some food afterwards if you want to? Yep. 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 Oh, Tools is going to take care of you, dude. Yeah. yeah. David, have you ever gone to to run for Bruce? Uh, no, I've been to their events, though, mm-hmm. outside of O'Toole's. Um, yeah. yeah. We have like always... a summer event where everybody meets up at a different brewery. Like we did a Ferndale project one. Okay. And those are really cool, too. We do like a holiday party, too. So. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good group. People. Let's coordinate when uh, I go out there that you come out there All with right. me, bro. That sounds good. We'll run for Bruce together. Yeah. They do a little walk, too. You can walk around the neighborhood, too, for oh, people so it doesn't who have don't to be... run. Oh, that's perfect, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's just inclusive. Yes, Everyone very. come on down. Everybody's so welcoming. I was so nervous the first time I came. Uh-huh. I told myself after I run my marathon, that first one, I had gained a little more confidence in myself. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to do these run clubs. And it has completely changed the running game. Oh, that's so. amazing to hear. Yeah. I'm glad that you got over that hump. Yeah. And anyone listening to this that maybe might be under that hump still. A hundred percent. Go hang out with the runners. Yeah. Everyone's chill. No yep. one's going to judge you for anything. Right. Yeah. All paces, everybody of all paces, whether you're fast, slow, nobody cares. They really? just want you out there. Nobody cares. So it's almost worse for the fast people because fast people are like, oh, I'm fast. And they're like, no one cares. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're, then you're too fast and don't know where you're going. Yeah. So Exactly. Someone's got to lead the pack, though. That's right. right. No. <laughs> not, not me. <laughs> David, David will lead the pack when he comes yeah. out. <laughs> Hashtag speed walk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Uh, and finally... I think it's safe to say this in your case, Cynthia, but you can feel free to disagree with me. This is the running can change your life edition. 100%. Yeah? Yeah. Has running changed your life? Oh, in so many ways. Yeah. I'm excited to kind of dig into that a little bit more with you. And I'd love to talk about it too. Oh, we'll get you going. We'll get you going. Not to worry. (laughs) Uh, Season three, episode nine. Shout out of the episode. Let's get it rolling. Someone special to tell you about. Hey. Some shout them out. Boom. Uh, the shout out of today's episode is going out to one of the true goats of our time. Whether you're a fan of his music or not, I'm sure you know who he is. And it's with heavy hearts that we all learned uh, a few days ago of his passing. Uh, the shout out of the episode, I feel like these two know who I'm talking about already, is going to the truly one of a kind, the poet of paradise himself, Mr. Jimmy Buffett. Dude. I can't believe Jimmy Buffett died. bro. I know. He's so young. Oh, my gosh, bro. I think he had skin cancer. I, yeah, Ooh. there was something that was yeah. going on. Yeah, because he had some medical thing earlier in the year where he just kind of he couldn't yeah. do a concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was rough. Oh, wow. but. Sad man, but like he was like they. I was reading some articles recently over the past couple of days, and they're like he'd get treatments over the past few years, and then he'd just like the doctors would tell him to like chill, and then he'd go play shows. Nah. Yeah, I mean he was what a beautiful man. He's an dude. animal. He just was living life. He's that a good was, vibes guy. Yeah, through and through. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I was sad by that. You guys, what's your favorite Jimmy Buffett song, bro? Because uh, you're pulling out of the... I mean, I, I, Margaritaville is always the, that's the classic. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not it's not exciting, you know, compared to a lot of his other stuff. But mm-hmm. you can't go wrong with Margaritaville. I, I heard him talk about, someone asked him, how, you know, how do you get out on stage and play Margaritaville for the 250,000th time? And, <laughs> dude, and it was just the most Buffett answer ever. He was like, it's not my song. It's the people's oh. song. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, so I get out there and play it and I see them. 
and I see how many how, how much it means to people and how hard people jam it. And he's like, and it makes it easy to play. Yeah. Like, well, that's pretty poetic, Jim. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's my go to karaoke song. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. You did yeah. do that. <laughs> <Had> a <boy. laughs> Let's go, dude. He's now amazing at be. karaoke. I wasn't sure if David uh, and Cynthia were going to be Jimmy Buffett fans. And then David showed up in a fucking <laughs> colorful ass Star Wars like Hawaiian shirt. And I was like, all right, it's a good chance. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good chance he's a Buffett guy. Yeah. <laughs> We That's went fun. to Margaritaville in the Bahamas too, right? Yeah, we yeah we've been. To, I've never been to one of his shows. No, I never will be. I know. Yeah, par- go hang with the parrot heads. Yeah, dude. that would have yeah. been a wild crowd. He has some real fucking loyal fans, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My parents get got down with some Buffett concerts in their mm-hmm. day. For oh, sure. yeah, it was a big thing. Uh, with a career that spans five decades and over twenty nine studio albums, when interviewed about how he'd like to be remembered a few years ago from the New York Times, Jimmy stated simply. That he wanted to be remembered for making people happy. Aww. And I think he I did. That. I think he did that. Yeah, I would say so. So, Jimmy, you're the GOAT, bro. And I can't speak for everyone in the world, but your influence over my family and friends and our friends here in the studio seemed like it has certainly been one of happiness and enriching already happy times and making them even happier. So, you'll be missed, bro. R.I.P. to Jimmy. R.I.P. Jimmy. We'll do some, when we post on Instagram, we'll uh, we'll do some Jimmy Buffett songs to... Oh, awesome. To, 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 pay, to, pay, to pay some yeah. honor to him. Does that we'll sound love good? That. Yes. Okay. Nice. Uh, welcome to the PRP. This is the Pre-Race Podcast. This is a show where we connect with runners within a week before a big race they've been preparing for. Guest hosting with me today. <laughs> He's an on-again, off-again hobby jogger who has a passion for the outdoors and who rumor has it, it's quite the speed walker. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard that I you could. got, I heard that you can lay down a blistering speed walking. Pace, oh yeah. Dude. Yeah. 14 minutes is sub 14 <laughs> minutes. A little bit. I'd say maybe just 14 minutes. How'd I, you get into the speed walking? Just kind of got to move. Just got to yeah. move. Just trying and, to get there quick. Yeah, the running is not really, it's all in the hips. I would assume with the speed yeah, walking yeah. shoulders. You got to You got to roll the body roll. And yeah. elbows are at elbows are at a ninety kind of. Yeah, that's that's what I've always found successful. You keep them tight to the to the ribs, or you kind uh, of you I kind gotta, of chicken wing them. I can get a bigger moment. Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> get the heart rate up. Yeah, he needs so he's got a little wide berth there when he's yeah. walking around. Got to hit the grandmas out of the way. <laughs> exactly, you gotta <laughs> maintain my four feet lane. wide, baby. Exactly. Take it up the whole sidewalk. Yeah. Um, but in all seriousness, you you've done some running here and there. Yeah, yeah, nothing too crazy. Um, and you were there at the beginning of Cynthia's running journey. I was. Yeah, she used to also push me too sometimes. She'd do her run in the morning, and then I'd be like, "All right, I gotta go run that much as well." Nice, a little and like a little friendly relationship competition kind of. Yeah, well, for me it was friendly. For her, she took it seriously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not in a bad yeah. sense. Because I bit. would just bust I'm out. I'm very like, competitive. Because I'm not fast running by any means, but like I used to just have that eight minute mile in me, and that was just my working pace, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just could always bust it out. One day she like ran. This is when she first get into distance and like did eight miles one day. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll go run eight miles. And yeah. Just held the eight-minute pace the entire time. Nice. Just showed yeah. me up. And then I sent her the screenshot of it, and she was like, what the hell? What the yeah. Like, and I was, I was like, like, fuck this guy. I was, like, <laughs> working up to that, yeah. and I'm like, I just hit this milestone, yeah. and he's like, I just went and did it. That's the classic partner yeah. flex, dude. I can't do that anymore. Right now. <laughs> she would dust me. But... That's Consistency. A, a testament to her hard work. That's right. Yeah. You've been working hard over the past few years, dude. I'd say so. Now yeah. she holds the running crown in the relationship for sure, huh? 100%. Yeah. There you go. yeah. You'll give it to her? My bad knee and ankle. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. Um, he's a mechanical engineer who's in the business of designing seatbelts and keeping the good people of the world safe. Yeah. In the front of the car and apparently in the backseat of the car. Yes, all over. Always so buckle up. Wear your seatbelt. 
I wanted to give you like 30 seconds, 60 seconds to go on like a bit of a seatbelt rant here, my oh brother. My yeah. So <laughs> where to begin? Yeah. Um, yeah. So always buckle up. Accidents don't care about you as a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you I like are, what you said. Physics doesn't care yeah, about you. Physics doesn't care about you. You're just a mess. Yeah. So in that car accident in the second row, you just become a floating 100 to 200 pound object that oh. crushes everyone in front of you. Oh, man. So like a bag of bowling balls. Yeah, for sure. So dude. Yeah, just be sure to buckle up out there. Um, what? Let me ask you this. Sometimes when I'm on a road trip, yeah. I'm going to act like a little kid <laughs> and I'll pull the chest harness. Yeah. Back around, like I'll, oh, yeah. I'll like get out of it, mm-hmm. and so I'm just seatbelted in by the waist. Yeah, I'm assuming that's horrible. Yeah, well, it just all the load would go right through your so torso. Would, would I cut me in half? Yeah, it could. That wouldn't cut you in half, but it would rearrange all your organs, and then <sighs> uh, Fuck. feet on the dash too. That's a big. Oh, the feet yeah, on the don't dash. Put the feet on the dash. Oh, that's a feet on the dash seems like a recipe for disaster. Because there's bro. also the airbag right there. Exactly. So, you know, not only are you folding. I don't know how flexible you are if your feet are on the dish. I'm but, a yogi, but I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to bend myself. Flex through that. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's airbag goes off, knees to the face. Yep. There's a whole lot of things that's, that can go yeah. wrong there. Um, so, last question on the seatbelt stuff. Yeah. You see, there's a lot that goes into it, which I totally believe you. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're designing, are you like working on like angles of? You're working on seatbelts being able to fit like every type of body or like what's like the biggest hurdle that you guys have in yeah. the seatbelt designing so, world? Yeah, a lot of it's application specific. So okay. each vehicle has its own unique seatbelt essentially in that position. So you have to get like the sheet metal angle mm-hmm. and then you take whatever seatbelt retractor you have that can fit that angle and then you work with it within a range and then you have to add different hardware and stuff depending yeah. on what happens. Like I'm involved in a redesign right now where there's new requirements that came out for safety and the vehicle is not as safe as it was on paper, you know, four years ago, essentially. And we're in process of redesigning this entire second row to make it more safe, which is pretty exciting, you know, because you get to do a lot more testing. Yeah, exactly. I'm assuming assuming the testing is some of the most fun stuff. Yeah, it's really cool to see. Uh, I usually just do more sled tests. So they just put a dummy in a seat pretty much and then fire it off and then... Watch it. Yeah, we get to watch the slow mo video, which is fun. Hell yeah, dude! Ultra yeah. slow mo. Yeah, it's like yeah, a ten milliseconds takes thirty seconds. Yeah, uh, I lied. I have one more seatbelt question. Oh yeah, what's the, what's the future of seatbelts, dude? Oh man, is it, are they getting crazy or yeah, is I mean, it going to well, stay the same? Is it well, te- they have pyrotechnics in them already. That's been around for a while. What like what does that mean, bro? So there's explosives in them that pull the tension of the belt out, so it'll keep you in position. Holy shit! And it's called pre-tensioning, so it takes any slack out of the system because if you're like loose in your seatbelt and leaning forward okay and then you know you get in a crash you're already like three inches forward closer to the dash or whatever objects in front of you so the pre-tensioning sucks you back into the seat and then you know keeps you in position as well as you can um but we have motorized seat belts out there that have like a motor in them so when you go to change lanes or something it'll tug on you if there's someone next to you um, oh yeah mm-hmm. Those are interesting. <laughs> it's a very different experience. Mercedes have them and stuff. Okay, so that's but, more of like a signaling for the driver situation. Yeah, okay. but then those, yeah, the motor in them kind of, again, positions you before the explosive goes off. Yeah, so okay. it's, it's interesting, and there's different stuff coming out. My company actually just patented like a heated seatbelt, okay. which sounds kind of silly. I, but, like, I like that. But well, it's good for like, ganders, yeah, like road trips and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you don't, with all the electric cars coming out, it's a huge energy safe 
because HVAC systems take so much electricity. Yeah. But to just heat the seatbelt across your chest. Give you some warmth here versus exactly. having to have to blow ambient air in. Yeah, and you keep the core temperature cool or warm in this case. Yeah, Smart. So Cynthia needs one of those because she runs cold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I know. Your man's it's working it out for you. Yeah, yeah all the heated like steering wheels too. Oh. Yeah. Those are all the I, bougie stuff. The heated steering wheels ruined me. And I don't have one in my car. But yeah. now I'm just fucking like, damn it, I want one of those all oh, the time. I yeah. know. Well, it's an exciting world. The seatbelt yeah, world. Yeah, sorry. Who no, that's fine, <laughs> dude. Don't be sorry. Who'd have thunk it, dude? Yeah, it's crazy. I'm yeah. excited to see what comes next in the world of seatbelts, oh, yeah, dude. No, there's a lot of cool stuff coming. You're doing God's work out there. You keep trying. Safe, but <laughs> appreciate you, dude. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, and finally, he's a lifelong Michigander who's an avid dancer, does some mean impressions. And has the ability to sleep anywhere at any time. I might fall asleep during this podcast. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> we'll have to wake you up. But. No. <laughs> so there's a lot to unpack there. I think the first thing I'd like to talk uh, about is the dancing. Yeah. Because I, you dance so passionately once that you tore your ACL. Uh, or meniscus. Meniscus. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I had torn it in wrestling back in high school, but I had it repaired. <laughs> and then uh, I was at a wedding about a month later and... Yeah, I just did a deep lunge, and the knee went one way. And Damn, you lunged too hard, bro? Yeah. It was a Hmong wedding, and, you know, we were doing all, like, the cultural line dances with everybody. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just did this deep lunge, and that was it. As soon as I came up, I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> Very fitting. Yeah. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. I had to give you one of those. No, it's, it's did you know instantly? You were, like, also, were you like, oh, shit? Well, I was limping back to my car. I was like, that's not right. I'll give it a few days. And right. then I had got COVID the third time <laughs> from that wedding. <laughs> Fuck, dude. And I'm vaccinated. That's the other crazy thing. It was just a lot of a lot of punches last year. R- rough yeah. wedding, bro. 2022 is not my year. Yeah, 22. Every now and then we all have those years. Yeah, I'm kind of having good. one of those years now. You oh, know, it's just like no luck, dude. Yeah. But your luck turns around. Yeah, yeah, no. 2023 has been good. Um, yeah. So yeah. you've, okay, so you hurt yourself dancing, which is a good illustration of how yeah. passionately you dance. Uh, let's go to the impressions. Yeah. I heard you <laughs> drink some water. We were priming the impression pump. I would say let's do two of your best. Oh man, that's tough. Yeah, so I'll, I go. I'll do the gingy first from Shrek. Okay. Not the gumdrop buttons. <laughs> You're oh a monster. And do you know the Muffin Man? <laughs> that's ten out of ten, bro. Thank you. I'll give you ten yeah, out of ten on I, that. I practiced. The hard part <laughs> with impressions, you got to like learn to do the vocal patterns outside of just the quotes, because otherwise, like. Anyone can do those quotes. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it'd be like, Cindy's on a running podcast today. <laughs> and we're going to discuss how she's trained for the Beauty Marathon. That's why I love him. <laughs> David, uh, that's uh, good, bro. <laughs> and then you got a George it's, Bush one you were working on, too. <laughs> George W. Bush. Coming at you live from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Just want to say thank you all for being here. Oh, I'm really looking forward to lunch today. I don't know what our plans are. <laughs> But now watch me hit this drive. I'm so glad I told you that he can do that. I'm glad, too. That was a perfect one, dude. Thank you. I'm I'm proud of you for that, dude. Thank you. Is that just a trade you've been working on in your spare time? I've always been able to do it. Okay. Um, But, yeah. Now You're pretty good, bro. Thank you. And now you're an adult that can just kind of side hustle impressions, dude. Yeah. It's a good way to live. Put it to work. Yeah. It's a good way to live. Um, Get on Fiverr. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. David Pokrivka. Did I nail that? Yes, you did. Oh, Krifka. Well, thanks for being here, bro. No, no problem. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you spending the holiday with us here. Um, first question to you. You've been on radio. Have you ever been on a podcast before? 
<laughs> nothing's ever been aired okay you know, like just it, some off-air yeah, stuff yeah you got like the the group of guys like dude i got a microphone <laughs> we're making a <laughs> podcast <laughs> yeah okay. this no is your one. first official though yeah yeah first official podcast. what was the name of your radio show called it's called the grab bag nice dude because i'd also pick a random genre of music i had like a wheel okay and i'd be like all right so we're doing german reggae all day followed <laughs> oh my god in the voice of kermit the frog <laughs> and then Cindy, are you so happy that you met him after this phase <laughs> yeah. of his life? <laughs> I gotta hear this. I don't know if there's. Can you dig any of this up, dude? I, I can try. I've never, okay. I've never tried. <laughs> but you can just send an email to I the old alumni. Yeah. I'd be like, hey. Um, second question before we get rolling here, I thought maybe you could enlighten us with uh, and the PRP listenership uh, with the story about how you met this wonderful individual here. Yeah. So actually, we met through mutual friends. Okay. Um, there's one of my good friends, Dylan, and his fiance Sarah shout out to Dylan and Sarah Mm -hmm. yeah they've always been friends since high school and everything and then Sarah was going to school with Cindy and I was at a tiger game with some of my fraternity brothers and stuff in the summer had nothing else really going on at the time and then she just added me on Facebook out of nowhere nice I had just broken up with someone and Sarah mentioned him and I was like I'm I'm pretty ballsy like I just go for things you know I just I believe in just getting it so I was like I'm just gonna add him Okay. So I just added yeah, and like, then you were like, "Who's this little cutie?" Yeah, I was like, me? "Whoa!" Because I've always liked redheads, and I was like, "There's <laughs> no way." Like, what is this? <laughs> this is crazy. You've always had a thing for redheads. Huh? Yeah, I like that, dude. It's kismet, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, and then you guys do a little Facebook Messenger, and what was? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. My well, yeah. my one friend grabbed my phone because I was like, "There's no way this is a real person." Okay. <laughs> and then he just liked like 20 of her pictures, and then waved yeah. at her. Solid. Dude. Yeah. It was the. Like, worst opening you probably ever could have done. <laughs> like, not like a hello. Like, thank you, Charles. We're here now. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, he hit her with the wave. Okay. And then she didn't know how to wave back. Yeah. So then she, like, wave back. You know, oh, yeah. quotes or the whatever. Quotes. Nice. Yeah. So there was interest there then. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then we started talking and we had the same humor and stuff. And that was kind of the early onset. Oh, yeah. that's really cute. That's good. What was the first time you met in person? A week later. Okay. Yeah. We did a... Double date. It was actually after I took one of my first CPA exams. Okay. And we went out to all the bars in Warren. Okay. And yeah. we did like a shot. <laughs> yeah, baby. Ski. Yes. Yeah. It was fun. Okay. Yeah. So you guys went out and had like a proper night on the town. Yeah. On yes. a double date fashion. So a little less stakes, mm-hmm. like a little, yep. little less yeah, pressure. Yeah, with the mutual friends. So yep. the, it was, the chattiness was rolling a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was yeah. good because we never even, I remember I called her from the parking lot at the gym. Yeah. Because we'd only texted up to that point and I was like, hey, are, we, are we still good for... First Friday, and she's yeah. like, "Oh, thank God you don't sound weird." Yeah, I was talking to Sarah. I'm like, "What if he sounds weird?" Because yeah, I'd exactly. never heard him oh. like talk or anything. Hi, Cindy. Yeah. Oh, I'm, so I'm really excited for our yeah. date. So cool. I'm really looking forward to meeting you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cute. But yeah, I like that story. Yeah, a little origin story. And now you've been dating for about four years. Yeah, yep. going strong, baby. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, all right, let's move on to a little housekeeping before we introduce. Our special guest of the episode for housekeeping today. I've been shying away from the jokes this season, and I'm glad that I chose to do a joke because this guy is kind of a goofball. Oh yeah, yeah. he is. <laughs> so well, I, I hope that you've never heard this joke. All it's right, super simple. Okay. Um, and you know, like I said, I'm a little joke adverse this season, so I'm like more uh, nervous to try it. But I'm uh, gonna give it my go. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it my all. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you ready for it? Yeah. What do you call two men in a windowsill? I don't know. Curtain rod. <laughs> There it's we go. Claps. You're back. That's it's simple, dude. I'll yeah. give that a six out of ten. Yeah. Maybe even a seven. 
Depends on how you receive it. What would you give it? it it's probably about a 6 out of 10. It's yeah. good, like, chuckle. You know what I mean? Like it's just you, little one. Yeah, you get it going. What would you rank it at, Cindy? You don't I have, agree. Don't, don't feel peer pressured into giving it a 6 if you think it's lower. No, I'd say 6. You give it a 6? Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a, yeah, it's a quick one. You know, yeah. you got to be witty with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> moving quick, baby. Yeah. We're moving fast on the PRP yeah. this morning. <laughs> um, all right. David, you think it's time to stop messing around, dude? And introduce the big dog of yes. the episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to talk about all this hard work this gal It is, yeah. Uh, our guest today is a somewhat seasoned runner who began her relationship with the sport in 2019 and hasn't looked back since. Is that safe to say? Very safe to Once say. Once the feet hit the ground, you've just been... <laughs> yep. All... What is it? All... What do they call it? All engines forward? No. All... Full uh, steam ahead. Yeah, yeah. Full oh, steam yeah. ahead. There you yeah, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fired on all cylinders. Fired on all cylinders. There you go. There yeah. we go. Engineer knows. He's guest hosting me very well here. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Any running, we'll talk about this more, but any running in your life before that? I think I saw on yes. the ground a little bit, but not like a super, like, uh, you weren't super stoked on the running. Right. Yeah. So I actually did cross country when I was in fifth grade. Okay. And my dad was a runner back in the day. He did the Detroit Free Press once and okay. then kind of stopped your dad? There. What's your dad's name? Gary. Shout out to Gary. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. He does the crim. He loved the crim. So that's why I continue to do the crim too. So. Kay. But I did it in fifth grade and absolutely hated it. Oh, didn't we all? Hated it, hated it. Cried every practice, came in last place. I remember the first day of practice when I tried out, they were like, oh, just go run on the track. And I'm running on the track. I run probably eight laps for a little fifth grader to just keep running eight laps. And I remember finishing and just crying at my mom, like, am I supposed to keep going? And they're like, no, you can stop. So I stopped, but... I, my parents wanted me to finish that season, kind of learn that lesson of, you know, you committed to something, you should finish it. So once I was done, I was done. Good for you, dude. But I did cheerleading and we ran and cheer and we'd run the mile, you know, as maybe a punishment. Right. But it was more, it's more punishment it. style for sports like we would right. back in the day. Yep. Yeah. This is like going to be a little bit of a hot take and it might burn some of the PRP listenership's ears. But if you like running in elementary school, you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> I just am going to say it, dude. Yeah, there's. there's not like if you like running around and playing tag. I'm not right. saying that. Yeah. Everyone likes that. But if yeah. you liked just running to run, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. You were you're kind of a goofy person. Yeah, to we love you. Something. Yeah. Like there's, yeah, there's got to be yeah. a ball involved or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Or like or something. Yeah, or like Red Rover. Did you guys ever right. play Red Rover? Oh my gosh, yeah. why was that a game? That guy. Like, let's just run at people. It got banned, dude. Red Rover's no longer yeah. kosher out there for the elementary kids, dude. Yeah. I was always sense. a bigger elementary kid, so I loved Red Rover. Oh, dude, are you just, are you just breaking lines? No, just right like, all right, come on, let's go. You know, I was like four ten in fourth grade or something. I was like, all right, you guys can run at me. That's let's cool. go. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, she's a passionate CPA by trade, working at a company called Plant Moran, a big regional accounting firm in the Midwest. You, uh, me and David were kind of, we weren't making fun of you, but we were kind of breaking balls. You love the CPA life, don't you? I like it, yeah. You're super passionate about it. I am, yeah. I definitely, I don't plan to move from it. Like, I, I see the career path, and I'd love to keep going, so. Yeah. Um, how long have you been doing that kind of work? I've been there for two and a half years. Okay, cool. Yep. I've done a few internships, too, so. Okay. And what, what kind of... Um, what kind of uh, degree do you have to do the CPA work? It's a master's degree or, or what is yep. it? I have a bachelor's in accounting. Okay. You don't need a master's, but I got my master's so I could get my 150 credits to take the CPA exam. Okay. So, and I have my CPA. Nice, dude. Yep. Did you start your undergrad knowing that you were destined to be an accountant or did this does the discovery come uh, as you were going through your college career? So I actually took accounting in high school. Okay. I really liked math in high school. Elementary school, not so much. Yep. Um, 
But what when kind of I came math? In there, like you like just like, regular. You like calculus and like algebra and shit, or what were you like? More algebra. I did okay. calculus in high school. Okay. I mean, not high school, college. College. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just I, it really came easy to me. Like all the math formulas, they'd give me harder math problems when I was in high school to work on. Yes, dude. <laughs> she's she's a little smarty, huh? Yeah. Is she smarter than you? It depends. It depends. He's pretty smart. I, I he like, seems pretty I'm, I'm smart. Being an engineer. Yeah. Like. <laughs> You're smart in different regions of, yeah. of the world. Yes. Yeah, okay. I would say so. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. I'm okay. very type A, and he's a little more creative, I would say. Oh, yeah. You're a bit of an artist. Yeah, yeah, like a little bit. Scientific Try. artist. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Well, so <laughs> you, you've come a long way since Starbucks, girl. Yes. You were, yeah. you were a former barista. That's right. How many years did you do that? Just two. Okay. And I actually worked at Dairy Queen for four years, too. Oh, swag, so, dude. All the goodies. <laughs> dude, was that like a high, was DQ a college job, high school job? High school. Dude. Yep. Yeah, I've been working up. since I've been 15. Good for you, dude. So. That's good. I mean, that's a good way to kind of just get ingrained with yeah. that kind of lifestyle early. So you're serving up blizzards for the good people of the that's world, That's right. Huh? Upside down. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite What's your favorite kind of blizzard? Or would you Oreo. Get yeah. Anything Oreo I love. Mm. Mm. Big Oreo Shout out to DQ. They'll let you put banana in your blizzard. Yeah. You know that. Oh, yeah. Huh? yeah. You can do a banana a split blizzard. Mm-hmm. People would get extra toppings with that. It's just soup. And I'm like, I can't flip that upside down, just so you know. You got to flip it or it's free. This is right. I know. Flip it. I'm like, no. no. This is a right side up blizzard. Yeah. Just FYI. There's yeah. too many things in this. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Um, She's ginger gone running on the gram, like we mentioned, where she focuses on sharing her running journey with her followers, being real. Getting vulnerable, which we love. Yep. And of course, giving us a glimpse from time to time into the delicious food that she consumes. Oh, yeah. To fuel her body along the way. That's right. I love your Instagram. Thank We've you. We've already kind of talked about it. Um, and we know that you love to kind of document your journey. Was there someone I wanted to ask you more specifically? Was there someone else that you saw doing this that inspired this? Or would I mean, I'm sure along the way you found accounts that and people that have inspired you. But like when this first started, was there someone that gave you a blueprint for this or were you kind of like, I just want to figure out some way to share this with whoever wants to hear? Like, talk yeah. to me about the genesis of this. I would say there wasn't one person. It's just kind of the community in general. I just kind of saw the different videos people were posting and kind of came up with my own ideas and okay. just kind of wanted to share what I thought about it because running affected my life in so many ways. And I, I want people to also experience that too, who may have gone through things like I have. So good for you, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm always curious with people who are into the content because I, I love the pod and I love the audio and I love this. I love meeting with people and I love publishing, but I have a little bit of an adverse relationship with Instagram because I'm not mm-hmm. very, I, a, I'm not very good at it. B it's kind of a crazy world. I know that 100%. you are aware of that. Uh, so I wanted to ask you from like a content creator perspective, are you like working like on a schedule or are you just kind of like, all right, I ran today and I'm going to do some, like how, how much premeditation I guess goes into what content you put out or is it more like just kind of part of who you are now and it, and it comes easily as, oh, I, I went on a run, took some pictures, take five minutes after my run to post or is there more thought that goes into it? At first, I would take pictures all the time after every single run. I would take a picture and post it. But now it's kind of shifted to doing more reels like that. Okay. And just kind of doing whatever I feel like, too. Okay. I'll always post maybe my a picture of my watch now. Okay. Um, but other than that, I just kind of do what I'm feeling. So. Okay. So it's like more like follow your heart. It's yep. not like, oh, I have this rigorous, like, oh, I need this, right. this. And it's kind of like, oh, this is what I'm feeling today. I have yep. a little bit more time today. So maybe I'll do 
a reel that's longer. I have, I'm busier today, so I maybe won't post. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's better that way too, instead of just being so strict on, I have to post this many days a week. Because then it becomes stressful, dude. Right. It's just something I do for fun. I don't get paid to do any of it. It's just, just enjoyment. Uh, You know, uh, it adds a little more fun to the run too. That's synergy, dude. And the community. It's for you and it's for people and it's not for money. Right. And it's a passion. 100%. The passion project. (laughs) Let's give her a little golf clap. Thank you, thank you. She's a lifelong Michigander, born and raised, and still currently residing in Dearborn Heights. Shout out to Dearborn Heights, dude. That's right. You're just living life in Dearborn Heights out there, dude. Uh, Where did you go to undergrad? That's what I was going to ask you. Oakland University. Oakland. Where'd you go? Where'd you? And then you said, did you have to do a master's program, you said? or You You don't have to, but I just did it. And did you do that at Oakland, too? Correct. Yeah. Damn, bro. Yeah. Oakland alone through and through. Go Grizzlies. Yeah. I really liked my st- like my time at that university. Did you great. live on uni- on campus or did you constantly live at home? Lived at home. Good for you, dude. Yeah. Saved a lot of money. Save that cash, baby. Yep. Count those stacks, baby. 100%. Um, are you, you're thinking about maybe moving to Royal Oak, I hear. That's right. What are the odds that happens? Very, very probable. Nice, dude. I just viewed some apartments yesterday. So mm. you move. Where are you going to move in that? Like downtown area, or yeah, more like border of Kloss and Royal Oak area, probably. Damn, so your girl's moving yeah. on up in this world, bro. Yeah, about to be a city gal. Yeah, <laughs> big yeah. city gal. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Is that going to be closer to him and Warren? Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Nice, yeah. dude. That's a, a clutch lot. move too. Yeah. So they'll. It's about half an hour apart now. What will it be if you move to? Royal like Oak. 20 minutes? Yeah, 20 minutes. Nice, so dude. That's a little bit more be, reasonable. Yeah, 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 it's not too bad. The, yeah. the biggest sticking point, though, is getting the treadmill into the apartment. Yes, that That's has <laughs> been the biggest issue because I saw an I'm apartment sure and I liked. on that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like that's falling. The responsibility is falling on Davey over right, here. Right, right. <laughs> uh, it's all right. I, I need to lift things. Uh, she's a passionate reader, which has led her uh, one step at a time to become a huge Goggins fan. <laughs> Hashtag can't hurt me. That's right. <laughs> Hashtag, who don't carry them boats? <laughs> uh, we kind of talked. We did some Goggins uh, gossiping before the pot. Um, and my journey started with Goggins too, kind of. But I've now kind of like evolved and my relationship is a, is a lot different, but still love the man. Mm-hmm. Seems like you're kind of on that trajectory. But you, David was telling me you went real hard into the Goggins hole for a little bit. I did, yes. <laughs> let, me ask David, let me ask David first. How was that for you, bud? Oh, it was intense. It was like... <laughs> He's an awesome dude. Don't get me wrong. He's fucking awesome, dude. But, but he's hardcore as fuck. Oh, he's dude. so yeah. hardcore, and it's not always realistic for everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? But I guess Most that's people. what separates him from everyone else. So yeah. he's doing something right for him. Right. But it was just like, she's like, oh, yeah. I'd cut off both my hands and then go lift weights. I was like, why would you do that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there's there's okay, no benefit. That's an exaggeration. No, I know. It's like, but it was just like, there was a point where I was like, you got to chill out you know yeah. what i mean like it's okay well especially if you don't know about i'm sure you didn't really know who david goggins was either well, she just sent me a bunch of videos but okay. like all the most <laughs> hardcore ones yeah he's like yeah i was fat then i shit my pants and broke my legs four times on this hundred mile run yes. and i was like yeah. why would that's you want so, to do that yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true it, there's nothing enjoyable like, i love his videos <laughs> on instagram too <laughs> yeah yeah those are he's kind of stopped doing the ones where his wife films him while he's i mean not like permanently but the ones where he's running and his wife yeah. is filming he's like i got this email from a guy yeah, who told me this. And I said, fuck that. Get your ass up. I, I just yeah. love it, dude. It's kind of funny. It is funny, but it's also inspiring, oh, yeah. too. Yes. Uh, so what was your, I want to just ask you on the Goggins thing. Like, what was your first, you found him on the gram? Did you read yeah. one of his books? Or like, what was the evolution of your relationship with his, with how he rolls? I was listening to podcasts at the time, and I, 
that's how I first got introduced to him, okay. the name. Okay. And then I did end up getting his audiobook, and I'd go on walks because I w- didn't have anything going on. My job had pushed me back at the time. So it was just, I had all day to do whatever I want. So okay. I, I would run, I'd go on walks, and I'd just listen to all of his podcasts and the audiobook. And the audiobook was really good. His book is amazing, dude. Yes, it was really great. And then um, I actually just listened to his most recent one, too. I just finished that up like a few weeks ago. Okay. So. What's his What's his most recent book called? I forget. The first one. Never finish. Never finish. Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. What I actually that, like that one more. What does that one talk about more than Can't Hurt Me? Is that one more about how he is who he is now? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's like more of who he is now and actually kind of what happened to him. So he talks about his surgeries a lot too, which okay. is kind of a little more eye opening. Like, you know, he definitely talks about how you should push yourself and keep going, but you know, you don't have to push yourself as hard as he pushes himself. So. Oh wow! So look at. Yeah. Little Goggins, yeah. bro. Yeah. He's getting more mature a little bit. Yeah, yes. a little bit. <laughs> Just a tiny bit. Yeah. No he's offense a, to him either. He's, he's a good guy, dude. He's going to call me a bitch if he ever hears yeah. this. <laughs> he's like, fuck it's that okay. David guy. Yeah. I'll roll right. me, David. Yeah. <laughs> well, shout out to Goggins. And I'm glad that Goggins was a part of your journey. Yeah. And if you don't know who Goggins is, PRP listenership, it's time to do some Graham deep dives because this guy's yeah. going to blow your mind. Um, and finally, she'll be attempting to run. 26.2 miles for just the second time in her life. This upcoming weekend at the Erie Marathon, Cynthia Vink. That's You're here right. finally, Cindy. Yes. How's it feel to be at the PRP? Awesome. It's looking legit yeah. up here. It's a little hot. You're in the hot seat. We appreciate you being in the hot seat. But the lighting is sunglasses on. The lighting is phenomenal. Oh, thank you. You're looking yeah. you're looking pristine. The um, orange hair is glistening. It is. <laughs> She's glistening. Um, I appreciate you guys coming out here on the holiday, like I mentioned. Uh, first question for you. You ever been on a podcast? I have not. Yes, dude. Yeah, it's my first time. PRP is a great first podcast to go on. I'm excited. You're excited to be here? I've always wanted to kind of talk about running, and who doesn't love talking about running? Yeah, exactly. Right, David? Who yeah. doesn't love talking about <laughs> it? Yeah, it's and you, got, you got your yeah. booth thing here? That's right. This is a good guy here. You got He's yourself awesome. a good catch here. 100%. Yeah, Everybody loves him. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, it's fucking what I hear. Everyone yeah. loves him. I know. Him. Shut up. <laughs> Whenever I bring him around my friends, they all love him, and they're like, can we get his number? And I'm like, like no. no. Shut you the fuck up. Right. <laughs> You got to come through me. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're all her guy friends from work. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's funny. They're like, yeah. come on, we just hang out with David. Yeah, I'm like, all right, thanks. We can circumvent Cindy. No, right. I'm just kidding. I know. I'm like, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Um, second question. I wanted to talk to you. I don't know if you're still doing this. I think you are, but let's talk about Slate. What's that? What, oh, yeah. What Slate do you got Bell. going with Slate? Just it's like a little ambassadorship thing going yeah. on. Yeah, I would that, say that. And that's like a, a, some kind of like specific milk, is it not? That's right. Yeah. Okay. It's lactose free. It's a higher protein, but still has carbs and it tastes just like chocolate milk. And it's like, a, it's meant to be like a bit of a recovery drink. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, yeah. I love them. I just had one, I think Saturday when I was apartment shopping. Nice. So who doesn't love a nice chocolate milk yeah. after a run? Too? I know that's they have enough. vanilla ones. They have ones with caffeine too. I need to so. check them out, dude. hundred percent. I like should have brought good. you some. I, I have know. some. I should have reminded you. I, uh, I'm having an issue with lactose as I get older. Oh, you running into that, uh, David, at all? No, I, I'm still. You're still lactose, uh, lactose you're going not hard. Like this if you don't eat cheese. <laughs> cheese, I'll fucking, I'll take the, I'll take the repercussions, bro. Yeah, like I'll, I'll but, take it, but like milk these days, uh, it's hard for me, bro. Oh yeah, I, I want it. But yeah, it causes some issues. I like Greek bro. yogurt a lot. That's been my theory yeah. of choice. Greek yogurt, yeah, yeah, nice. How did you get connected with Slate? Was that just like random, or was it? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Were yeah, you, you I have tr- a few friends that do it too, so oh, nice, kind of just through that. Hell yeah, bro. Well, yeah. check out Slate if you get a chance. Um, last question before we get rolling into the formal uh, stuff here. Let's talk about uh, your sister. 
Yeah. Hashtag twinning. That's right. I do have a twin. Is she non non identical? Correct. What's that called? Fraternal. Fraternal. Yeah. You have a fraternal twin. That's right. Is that your only sibling? Correct. We're enough. (laughs) And what's her name? Kathy. Shout out to Kathy. Catherine. Yep. What color is her hair? Dark and it is curly too. So I have red straight and she has dark curly. Isn't that crazy how that can happen? Yeah. Yeah. Twins and shit. And you said you're the only redhead in your family? That's right. Whoa. Past generations. No grandparents have it. Nothing. Bro. One of a kind. That's right. Let's go, Cindy. And then you were saying that maybe like when you were young, like you maybe thought you were adopted for a sec. That's right. Yeah. But you're like, what is this bullshit? Right. What'd your parents say that? They're like, no, dude. 100%. She's like, I can show you the pictures of you in my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) I pushed you out. (laughs) I have proof. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I birthed you. That's yeah. right. Cool. How long did the, uh, how long did like the, I thought I was adopted stage last? Was that pretty short? Stage? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My mom put that to sleep very fast. Nice. Dude. Yeah. Yep. So she lives in Lansing and she is a pathologist assistant. Oh, wow. So I don't know if you know what that is, but it's anything that gets taken off in surgery, whether that be full arms or pieces of tissue, she gets to document what that is and what's wrong with it, whether it has cancer and all that. Whoa, dude. Completely different career paths. Whoa, dude. Okay. So then, and then she, so she documents what basically what was there or like, yep. yeah, oh, she like shit. speaks into a microphone basically like this and talks about what's going on with it. Wow, dude. Yeah. That's pretty Way more life. interesting than my career, but yeah, but still, <laughs> still paying the bills. Um, right. Are you guys close with one another? Cause you guys are your only, like only siblings and stuff. I would definitely say so. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Catherine, dude. Yeah. Is Catherine a runner? No. Has she been inspired by your running journey? I don't think so. I think uh, <laughs> my dad asked her yesterday, like, oh, would you ever run a marathon? And she's like, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, bro. Catherine, come on, dude. Come she on was in. training for a 5K once, but she didn't. She stopped. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe one day. Yeah. And maybe not. Yeah. Who knows? That's fine, too. Who knows? Yeah. Totally Bring it run for brews on Monday. I know. Yeah, I've, I know. I've been wanting to. Catherine, come to run for brews when me and David come. Yeah. It'll be a big old shindig, baby. 100%. Um, okay. Let's move on here. Let's get the rules of the podcast rolling. These are the rules of the podcast. Gotta follow the rules. Okay, rule number one. You gotta be vulnerable. You down? You're pretty, you're pretty vulnerable on the gram. I'd say so. I think you're trying to tell your story. Yeah. You got nothing I'm to hide. I'm just myself. You, you know? got nothing to hide. Yeah. Cynthia's here. That's right. That's right, baby. Uh, rule number two. No fibbing. You down? No fibbing allowed. You down? David will keep me accountable. David's, <laughs> Scout's honor. David's fibbing already, though. <laughs> Did you oh. fib already? No. Okay. You over-exaggerated. <laughs> you I did little, over-exaggerate. He got a little scared yeah. for a second. Yeah, I was like, no, I haven't told any lies. Yeah. But oh. I don't think. Uh, and rule number three is David's rule. Guess how serves as primary arbitrator. So keep her honest. All right. Okay. And then if Cynthia and I get into it, yeah. you got you to gotta be the judge. All right. Come All right. right. You, can be, you can be impartial to her, too. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'll don't try to the, keep it as fair the as nanners, Don't let the nanners influence you, bro. Yeah. You got to back up your boo thing, all right? All right. Okay. <laughs> Got to stay clear-headed. Stay fucking clear-headed. Let's get some softballs rolling here. Cynthia, tell us what race you're training for and what date is this race occurring? I am training for the Erie Marathon, which is September 10th Nice. at 7 a.m. Is that Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Nice. little Sunday morning? Yep. Yep. Mm, 7 a.m., baby. That's right. Bright and early. Yeah, I actually am happy about that because I I run early, so mm-hmm. the earlier the better for me. And yeah. then it's cooler temperatures, see the sunrise. So. You're a real you're a real morning fiend. Sometimes yes. you're up there real early. Yep. <sighs> yep. Damn, Cindy's up, getting after it. Yeah, I, I have the opposite problem. <laughs> Once I, you guys live together, it's gonna be, I'll be kind up of early a thing for you. Yeah. 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 
I mean, waking you used up, to be up early. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I lived in my parents' house, I'd always wake up early because everyone else would be like starting to move. Right. But now, like, live in my house. You're like, I'll do my own thing. It's baby. like, oh, no one's here to like make me get up. I guess yeah. I'm sleeping. Yeah. Had a boy. I'll call him sometimes when I know he's supposed to be up and be like, "Are you up yet?" He's like, he's, yeah. And he's like, sure. <clears throat> yep. I am now. <laughs> yes. Um, Cindy, what race uh, of your career is this? Do you know? Um, I'm not positive what number it is. Definitely, it's my second marathon. Okay. I've done two half marathons, a um, couple 5Ks here and there. Done the turkey trap pretty much every year, too. Okay. So you're so. In, you're in double digits Yeah, I would definitely say But you're say still so. pretty new to the running, the, yes. the racing scene, at yep. least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've only been running since this, um, November 2019, so. Oh, perfect time to take up that activity. Yeah. With everything that went down in the yeah. world. Yeah, really. Good way to stay. Have a little companion through, the, through, through COVID. Right. You had David, but you also had running. Yep, that's which is right. Which really nice. Yeah. And my Instagram. <laughs> That's right. And the and the ginger gun running. Um, let's talk about now. We touched on it, but let's go deeper. Let's talk about your activity background. Yes. You do sports as a kid? Yeah, I would say I was pretty active. Um, I tried to do basketball, too, when I was in fifth grade, younger sports. And okay. I just wasn't a very competitive person in the sense where I wanted to get physical. Yeah, like right. the Like the contact sports, I guess. I never really liked that. Didn't want to be boxing out and shit. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. I would I would just get so nervous. I was very shy, too. So my sister would do volleyball, and I would go to those games, and I would sit on the bleachers and read a book. So I was very shy. But okay. I tried out for cheer just kind of on a whim, and I actually made the team. Nice. And that really pushed me out of my comfort zone because you're out there cheering in front of people. So I really, you know, got a lot less shy doing that. And we started running too. And I think I mentioned too how I did the cross country in fifth grade too. What age did you make the cheer squad? Seventh grade. Nice, dude. Yep. And And I did did it all through high school. Nice. So you cheered through middle school and then got on the high school team? Yep. Yep. Damn, bro. Yeah. Cheer cheer is like a pretty, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but cheer is like a pretty... You got to be at a lot of things because you're cheering for a lot of the teams. Yeah, it's pretty much all year round, too. And we did competitive cheer and we're that's kind of where my passion and competitiveness came from, too, because we were runner up state champ runner ups four years in a row when I was on it. too. Shout out, dude. It was pretty intense. We did gymnastics and I actually tore four ligaments in my knee doing gymnastics my senior year. So that put me out. But yeah. So then what about post, um, let's talk about your journey with movement and stuff post high school. Yep. Did you roll any of that stuff into college formally or were you just like kind of trying to, trying to do social stuff with that? Or like what, what does your undergrad experience look like with movement? When I started college, I didn't really do much, just was focusing on college. But by the end of it, you know, I, I realized I had gained weight and I just wasn't feeling great about myself anymore. So I started going to a gym and I really didn't know what to do at a gym. All the machines are pretty intimidating. They I don't are. know how to lift a dumbbell. Yeah. So you just gravitate towards the treadmills naturally. And I just would run maybe a mile. And I was like, wow, I, I ran a mile. I ran for 20 minutes today. And I was just feel so proud of myself and just really worked up to running three miles on the treadmill. And then um, I talked to David and I was like, you know, I really want to do a 5K. And he really encouraged me to do the turkey trot. And we did it together because I was way too scared to do it by myself. And I did that race and I was like, wow, this is so fun. And yeah, that's kind of where it all started. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. I love this story. I mean, not everyone has it, but a lot of people do of like, yeah, being nervous to get into it. Yeah. Being worried, not having that self-confidence and not feeling like you belong. And then 
just getting out there once, just, you know, getting over, over the hump on that kind of inhibition to get out there and then you do it and then you're like, damn bro. Yeah. This is pretty sweet. Right. And it's Same a, thing with the running club too. It, mm-hmm. I was so nervous to go to the running club, but you get there and you just realize that there's so many different types of runners out there and nobody really cares how fast you run, what you look like. They just want you to come out and have fun. So hundred yeah. yeah. percent encourage anybody who's ever scared to do that. To do it, right? Yep. I think the biggest lesson I've learned with running, and I'm still working to learn it and figure it out, but like your relationship with running is, it belongs to you yes. and no one else. Right. And I think that takes a lot of time to kind of like cultivate that mindset and have that confidence in yourself. But like right. you can have friends, you can have goals, you can have all these things, but like running is, running is yours. Right. It belongs to you. Yep. And you can take from this and take from that and leave this out and get inspiration from Goggins, but you know, all these different (laughs) things, but it's like your own cultivation of it. Right. And that's what it is. Yep. You make it it what you want. You make it what you want, but it takes time to get there. Yes. And it's constant work to stay in that kind of mindset too. But it's cool to, it's cool to hear that you're kind of on that, on that path a little bit with it. Yep. And you're just doing the damn thing, girl. That's right. Woo. Just out there running miles. Now David wants to run, dude. (laughs) Look at him, bro. (laughs) Um, okay, we're moving on. Next section. Here we go. Work a little and little, little to work life balance. Oh my gosh. Cynthia, are you so happy to talk about your CPA life now? That's right. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Work life balance is the big ticket item at my firm. So Yes. Okay. So let's talk about, so you've been a CPA at this firm now for uh, two and a half, three years almost. Yep. Yep. Let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about what you do on a daily, kind of on a day to day. I'm, I'm intrigued. I know that you get busy during tax season. Yep. What is your, what are your day-to-day responsibilities at the firm look like? Is it different all the time or is it pretty reoccurring and checking the same boxes? Um, technically I'm an auditor. So I go to clients and I, during certain seasons, I have certain jobs that I do, but always auditing during the summertime. I do more employee benefit plan audits. So your typical like 401k pension plan, I audit those. And what does it mean when you're auditing it? You're making sure that all their numbers are correct so that if they ever get audited by the IRS, they're good to go or something or pretty much. Um, a lot of companies have debt and a lot of times that debt requires a company to get an audit so that they make sure their financial statements are correct because okay. they loan debt based on the financial statements. So. Yeah. And they'll finance new loans or whatever based on the debt they have. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and like the, the lender needs to make sure that all their, all their shit is correct. And yep. that's where they come to your firm and say, yo, go through this and make sure it's good. Like it, it is what they say it is kind of. Right. Exactly. Damn, yeah. That seems like kind of a bear of a task sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So are you auditing as it like uh, w- with different members of your team or are you kind of going into like a medium sized company and be like, I'm running this whole audit on my own. As a senior, I kind of do a lot of the planning and wrap up, but I do have a team okay. depending on how big the audit is depends like uh, how big our team is. Okay. So, but there's a always a partner. There's always a senior. Usually there's a staff too. So, okay. Yep. Sweet. Um, let's talk about the work-life balance with the firm. Yep. Are they, are you feel like you got a good work-life balance with them? You feel like you can put your work down and kind of step away or how's everything grooving in that? that I would say, yes, I do have that. I feel like you have to be the one who promotes that in your work too. You have to be your own advocate for work-life balance. Yep. When I was, I was auditing companies that I wasn't a hundred percent loving and I was the advocate for myself where I was like, I don't want to do these audits anymore. I want to do these other clients and I had to kind of push to get that, but the firm responded and they let me kind of move and create my own career path, which has been super awesome oh, that's too. Cool, 
I yep. like that kind of autonomy at a bigger firm. Right. How big is your firm? Are you like how many people work there? Um, I hard to say. I have no idea. I think it's around five thousand, three thousand. Oh shit! So it's a big company then. We're like number mm-hmm. ten or eleven, I think. In, right. so. in the country. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, dude. Yeah, we're pretty up there. It's pretty sweet, dude. Um, okay, so let's talk now. You have like a decent work-life balance or good, rather. Yep. Let's not call it decent. Um, so where does training fit in for you? Because we know you're, we know you're real dialed in with the training. Yeah. You're a morning gal? Yes. Except yep. when you're like doing some of the social stuff yep. after work. That's right. But what's your preference of, of like conducting training throughout the week? You're just looking at all your mornings and get yeah. that, check the box before you got to even go to work? Yeah. I like to just, I'm very type A. So I have my plans right in a box. I know what days I have to do, what miles I have to do. I like to look at it like months in advance too, just cause, so I know <laughs> with work as well so i'll yeah. just tick them off i have it printed and everything and oh shit i love the morning because i know i can fit it in the morning is my time and i can there's start no wild cards needed. right that's right it's all you yep if i get stuck late at work there's no stress i'm just like yep i can work later if needed so mm. i already got my run done in the morning so yeah i got it out of the way and i love the sunrise the cool air too and it's definitely rough getting up sometimes. It's not always easy. Even just getting up at 7 a.m. sometimes can be hard on the weekends. It's hard but to get out of bed, dude. It is. It is hard. But it's the motivation to want to be better, too, that really gets me there. Yeah. What stage of your morning would you say are you? What stage of your like morning from getting up to getting ready to running are you like, all right, I'm glad I like... When does your mood turn on those hard mornings? Yep. Is it like a mile into your run or is it when you're like going out the door or does it change? I would say probably when the run is done. Okay. That I'm actually very happy okay. I did that. Okay. Yeah. So it's like sometimes it's a the grind sunrise. the whole time. Yeah. Yep. Because I get up, I literally get up, I shove a banana in my mouth and I get yes. right out the door. Cindy, so let's fucking go, baby. <laughs> literally within five minutes of waking up, I'm out the door. What's your ideal ripeness on your nanners? Are you kind of all um, over? I'd say kind of like this, but maybe a little more spotty. Okay, so not you li- green. You like it leaning into the ripe world a little bit. Yeah, you'll yeah. take a spotted brown, huh? Yep. Yeah. How, how deep into the spotted brown will you go? If I can mush it with my hands, that is too far. Okay, so it's a little push. It's like a little squish test. Yes. Like yeah. That. If like it's that. mushy, I'll bake it. I yeah. I always love making muffins with it too. Not a so. girl. Yeah. There's always something yeah. that can be done with a nanner. Yeah. Or fro- oh, yeah. or freeze it too. I used it for a smoothie this morning. Mm-hmm. So. Damn, bro. Yeah. They're useful. Yeah. Are you, an, are you an anner guy? Yeah, I like them. Yeah. yeah. You're down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your ideal ripeness, bro? Uh, I like I like probably about this one, honestly. Yeah. But I'll eat them up until they're a little squishy. How green will you go, bro? Will you go firm? I, I like them to be like a like a solid yellow. You got to be careful yeah. with the yeah. green ones, bro. Yeah. Those things are like biting sticks sometimes. Yeah, those guys are too fibrous. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you um, can taste the wood in them. Mmm. Yeah. Mm, the fibers. Uh, Cindy, do you, are you working with a coach? No, okay. but I, I am thinking about it next year, depending on how this marathon goes and how close I get to the BQ time. That is my ultimate goal is to Boston qualify. Yeah. Okay. So. That's amazing. Uh, so then if you're not working with a coach, then with these like month out planning, are you, yep. are you following like a Hal Higdon or like a, 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 a plan you found online or like what's your, yeah. com- what's your compass here with all this stuff? So I, I kind of made my own for the most part. I, Took a Hal Higdon plan and added in some speed workouts. Amazing. So I did the Marathon Training Academy plan. I did like the, I think, 155 half marathon plan, which ended up being great. And I did a lot of speed workouts and the speed workouts helped me a lot, which ended up giving me a 147. Shout out. So, yeah, that worked out great. So I actually took the speed workouts from a three 
5345 marathon plan and threw them into a Hal Higdon plan because I like the mileage better. Hell yeah. So You're hybridizing plans out here. That's right. Good for you, dude. Yeah. yeah. You're making it your own. That's right. Yeah. That's part of the fun, isn't it? Yeah. And even then, I like if I felt really good a week, I'd just add on a few extra miles and kind of go with that too. Yeah. I think so. it's I think it's cool. I think that running is this unique kind of form of like trial and error over a really long extended period of time. That yes. Requires you to be really patient. Yes. Um, but it's fun to kind of poke around and discover that way. Yep. And I think you'd be a prime uh, candidate for a coach at some point, not because yeah. you don't have the creativity to create your own plans, but you have from afar or from the outside looking in rather, it seems like you'd be down to follow a plan. Yeah. I would say I'm very disciplined <laughs> yes. for yeah. the most part. I think a coach would love you. Dude. <laughs> oh yeah. She'd you'd be, be Jones in this. You'd be putting everything in and the coach yeah. would be like, nice. She did everything she was supposed to this week. She'd be like the testimonial. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, you know, exactly. <laughs> no, it's, so that's it's cool good. though. That's yeah. cool that you've been on your own. And I, I like that you maybe are looking forward to, you know, at some point doing yeah. doing some coaching. I have taken a coach before. I did like the run for PRs before, okay. um, but I think I was just too new to running and got injured. Just I, I was so ambitious that I just wanted to do so much and right. got really bad shin splints and ended up doing physical therapy, which helped a ton. And I actually, when I did physical therapy, I did it in 2020 and took kind of a few months off then. And then 2021, I came back and had no shin splints whatsoever did awesome with that. I, I still do physical therapy exercises today just to keep it away. Oh. And um, I ran my marathon in 2021 and I actually came back to that physical therapy office and was just crying. I was so happy. I showed them my medal and they were they were so ecstatic. They were like, this is why we do this. Oh, so, that makes me happy. Yeah. I'm really glad I shared that with them because I was like, oh, you know, I don't know if I should share that with them, but that makes they their really work. That completes it. the circle on their work. Yeah. No, it's cool. I mean, I I know I'm giving you a bunch of love, but it just this like it's just like you using each piece of your journey, whether it was, oh, I fucked up and I ran too hard and I got hurt. But mm -hmm. now you're using that experience and the lessons you learned from that, like to your advantage. Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah. Because Now you're just like making it your own. Right. And that's why it's cool, too. I think that you said like, oh, I worked with a coach and I was a little inexperienced. So I was just like grabbing everything I could. Mm -hmm. Now I feel like you have the experience behind you and under your belt and the confidence, even more importantly, to like go to a coach and express what you want yep. out of a coaching relationship. Right. Not just like, oh, I'll sign the dotted line. Yeah. And I want to run fast. Right. It's like, well, here's my life. Here's what I here are my goals. Here's why I run. Mm -hmm. Does that work? And can we gel together? Right. <laughs> yep. I'm looking out for you next season, dude. See what's up on yeah. the up on the uh, on the schedule for you. Um, last question about training. I wanted to talk to you about because we got some time here. Let's talk highs, lows. Yes. Mm, maybe let's go. We're gonna go into your some of your favorite runs. Maybe let's leave highs out, but let's talk about lows. Okay. What's been tough this summer? Definitely the heat. Uh -huh. um, I at the first month, I really was struggling trying to find a good hydration plan. Okay. I just felt like I was always so thirsty, no matter how much. Um, <laughs> electrolytes I would take okay. and I was taking electrolytes. I was bringing water, but I'd still just end the run and my mouth would just be so dry and I just really wanted water. Okay. But I feel like I finally figured that out now. I, I actually found scratch and mm -hmm. that works really well for me. And it tastes good, huh? Yeah, it is really good. So. Are you um, taking handhelds with you on your longer runs or how are you yeah. hydrating on long runs? So I actually use a flip belt. Hell yeah. And and I do the handheld. Okay, cool. I do the handheld now just because it's 18 ounces. And then the flip belt, I think is like 12. Cool. So, so you're rocking 30 ounces. Yeah. 
And yep. are you doing a refill on those long? Because you had like a couple 20 milers. Yeah, I are did you... two 20 milers. And that's where I tried the handheld because I was like, oh, you know, I see so many people trying this. I'm just going to give it a go on this 20 miler because I didn't want to have to stop and come back and switch my flip no. belt because yeah. that's what I did with my first one. Yeah, the marathon. Yep. Mm-hmm. I met them halfway and I flipped out the water bottle in my flip belt. But I just didn't want to have to go through that. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to have it on me. It cost you 45 seconds, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's I can't, precious time, I can't baby. do that. It's it precious is. time, baby. Yeah. yeah. So I'm doing the handheld now, and okay. it worked out well. I don't love holding it, but once I throw it away halfway, it, it, you just feel so light. Yeah, so, you do. Yeah. You definitely do. It kind of imbalances you, too, huh? Right. Yeah. I try to flip it, but I, I find carrying it on this arm is better. Better? Yes. Nice. Um, any other lows aside from the heat this summer? Like, you ever get, like, with all this stuff, like, do you ever... You ever just like yeah, hit the wall? Oh, yeah. It's like, Jesus, man, why am I doing this? Yeah, You go 100%. through some of that? Yeah, definitely hit that, especially right after Bayshore. Mm-hmm. This kind of came up quick, so I had about 14 weeks to really dial in training for this. So you had to start training after Bayshore, like, almost right away, huh? Yeah, and okay. I, I pushed really hard at Bayshore. I wanted I wanted to give my all on that, and so I took a maybe four-ish, five-ish days off, but mm-hmm. I definitely could have taken longer That. First week back, those runs were so rough. I was like, how did I just run 13.1 miles at 8, 10 pace, and now I can barely run walk six? It's crazy. So that first week was rough. And also just with going on a cruise and having to kind of fit that in too was hard. But it's hard when you have to like fit in that stuff with like social things, huh? Yep, yep. Because not everyone understands. Right, right. And then you got to kind of walk the line of like, not ruining people's plans, but also like trying to figure out how you're going to get your miles in. That's right. But it's that's kind of why tricky... I'm a early morning person. That's so right. everyone was just sleeping and I'd <sighs> walk to the treadmill on the ship and just get it done. Dude, so, I got respect for you on that. Yeah. That 12 miler on a treadmill on a cruise ship was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. waving yeah. back and forth a little bit. You really could feel it. Yeah. I bet you could. <laughs> I almost felt like I was running uphill at times and you feel like you're running downhill <laughs> and I'm like, where am I? Oh my god. All right, cool. We're moving on. Next section. Which one? Which one was your favorite? Holy shit, dude. Everything is hot. Which one was your favorite? Cindy, thanks for hanging in there with the heat for me. Oh yeah. You're a rock star. Which one was your favorite? All right. Favorite run. Past calendar year. You got one um, in your you got one in your brain? Yeah, I maybe have two. Okay, let's do it both. So there was one that I was really stressed out about. It was a 17-mile run that I had to do on a Friday before work. Okay. Because we were flying out for Alaska on Saturday morning at 5 a.m. And I I always do my long runs on Saturday. And I'm like, well, I want to get this in. This is important to me. So I'm just going to get up and do it before work. And I was stressing out about it the whole week. I'm like, it's going to be awful. It's going to suck. Like, I have to do 17 miles around Dearborn Heights in my neighborhood. And That's then go to work. Fun. Right. Okay. But it actually was one of my best runs. I felt great the whole run. Nice I actually dude. set out a little tray outside my house, and I'd run past, just grab my water. So Aww. That's amazing, dude. What time did you start this bad boy at? 5 a.m. Yep. <laughs> Shit. It took me like two and a half hours. So How was work? It wasn't bad. I was chill? I was just riding a high from it, just being so great. I and I actually worked from home that day, and I was like, "Man, I just want to tell everybody about this run." But I just sat at home and worked. So. Yeah. <laughs> I told him. Yeah, yeah. But she, no, she's a trooper with those long runs, especially. She's like, down to get them done, yeah. huh? Well, the one that I, the wedding I tore my meniscus at, she ran 15 miles in the morning before the wedding. 
And then there was Lots another wedding week. We had like seven this year. Okay. And that was no injuries this year. But yeah. um, there's another long run she had to do that was just like, you know, she's out and then we're out to like midnight or later, you know, partying at weddings. And it's like, she's she's hanging in there. She's hanging, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't ever want to be a burden to people because of what I do. That's that's my big thing. And I don't want to have to alter people's lives because of something that I want to do too. But I've come to realize that people do want to support you and things that you love, you know, it makes me happy. So it makes them happy too. The right people at least. So. Yeah. Oh, that's really great. I love yeah. that. He's awesome. He comes to all my races, gets up early. He's a good guy. Yeah. Try it. He's trying. <laughs> he's doing the best he can and he's doing a pretty good job. Um, I like that. Uh, I like that you're saying that she's so dedicated to the long run. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's like more than half the battle with this stuff. Yeah. Workouts mm-hmm. are one thing I think, but with this, like your ability to just like get the long run done. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's like, that's some of the stuff that is really hard for a lot of people sometimes. Yeah. Mentally it's hard, it's hard, hard for me right now. Yeah. I used to be a long run guy and I was all about him and I'd get excited for him and I'd be yeah. down to, you know, fit it in before I went somewhere. And now I'm like, I let it kind of crumble and fade a little bit more. And, and it's just a cycle, a season of my life. But, um, with the, with the long run stuff, let me ask you, mm-hmm. you ever going to do an ultra marathon? You know, I love watching like the Courtney DeWalter, all the Sally McRae, super into it. I just, I binge watch all of those videos. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Right now I'm going to say no. Okay, cool. But I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I think David is manifesting that it may happen. It yeah, more likely one way than or not. another. Yeah. <laughs> I just always look for the next thing. It, right after I finished my half marathon, I'm like, let's go. I want to do a marathon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I finished the first 5K I ever did, I'm like, I want to do the 10K next year. Yeah. Like, it's just, I just want to do a progression the for time. you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm calling it. <laughs> Cynthia Vink's going to be ultra marathoning before we know it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens to us. Yeah. Okay, next section. We're moving on. Here we go. You'll know what time it is. Nope, it's Strava time. Strava in Dearborn Heights. That's right. Did you really, did you really get up at 5 a.m. and do that? Oh, yeah. All right. The Strava activity that I've chosen is not one that you have already spoken about. And it is one where you became a local legend. Oh, okay. Of beach, <laughs> I don't even pay attention. Beach Dally to Inkster, whatever the hell that means. Oh, yeah. Um, this run is from July 8th. Okay. 2023, 6.34 a.m. Longest run of the year. Easy 15 today. Was nervous after last week's blow up. Mm-hmm. But I talked positive to myself this whole run. Even threw in some strides at the end. The shady morning also helped. Positivity always better than negativity. That's right. So I wanted you to provide a little more context here for us. So what was the what happened to you the week before this run? I think that was the week that was really hot. Um, I think I also went to Kensington too. I don't know if you've ever been to Kensington. You were, but lo- you were looping old Kensington. Yeah, you know I I love that park, but it's just so hilly. It's, it's been, so and it's hilly. monotonous too, kind yes. of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it, it was definitely just the heat, and I just didn't hydrate well. And so you I had was like really a little baby hard. bonk out there yes, in Kensington. Hundred percent did. And did that like kind of tank the confidence a tad, or were you? Yeah, okay. I think any time that something hurts a lot, you always get a little scared, and you you know question yourself: Can I go further? As am I really going to be able to do more than this? But mm-hmm. that's why you just got to get back out there, just start a clean slate. Remember those other times too, where maybe you did have those bonks, but you came back stronger too. So yeah. you got to file those ones in the Brent always says, file those ones in the character builder category right. and move on. You get mentally tough from it too. Yeah, so. Exactly. And it's, I think it's a good lesson about good runs too. It's like, yeah. you got to have it on both sides. So like let a good run boost you up, 100%. but don't, don't sit on it for too long. Right. Turn the page. 
Yep. She seems like a turn the page kind of gal. Yeah. Like, like, is it like once you hit your big long run, you bask in that for a little bit, but then I feel like you're like ready for the next one already. Yeah. Yep. I would definitely say so. <laughs> Even yeah. with these, the 20 milers that I did, I had two 20 milers and the plan just said, you know, run 20 miles. And the first one I just did all easy running, but the second one I'm like, I want to push myself a little farther, maybe do some marathon pace or something like that. And it ended up being great. So nice dude. Yeah. Good for you making your way through. Yeah. It's not easy to train through summer. No, it's not, especially with an earlier oh. September one. I know you got like the prime. Yeah, oh, it's geez, like all bro. August. Yeah, you didn't give yourself hot. any fall. Yeah, you didn't like. You're all the 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 heat of your stuff is in the high summer in August. Right. Oof. And it's been hot this summer too. It's been hot yeah. and muggy and weird. I also was going to give you a shout out just for I was I was thinking about this. If you trained for Bayshore half mm-hmm. and PR'd, that means that you were training for that during your busy season of work. That's right. Damn, bro, you've been getting after it. Yeah, and that was, I was traveling a lot, too. I I travel, I flew to, like, a four different states around that time. And, yeah. Um, I was actually gone 19 days out of the first quarter, so lots Oof. of uh, lots treadmill of moving running. And shaking. Yeah. yeah. Exploring new areas early in the morning. Maybe we'd go out for drinks, too, maybe not getting great sleep and everything, but... I really, really wanted to do well at Bayshore and was really excited for that. So that really helped push me through there. Yeah, good for you, dude. It takes a lot of discipline. It's, yes. cool, it's cool to have a passion that you're so venomous about. That's good stuff. Um, all right. You ready for this next section, David? All right. Let's see what it is. Are you ready, Cynthia? I don't know. Am I? I'm getting serious here. Let your guard down. Tell him, Sigmund. It's time to get for Ready, Cynthia? Let's get serious so. here, baby. Um, what's your goal with this race? I'm gonna say 350. Just Ooh. play it safe. Okay. So yeah. it's a you, so your goal is a time goal. Yes. Okay. And you're wanting to go sub 350. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say dude. So. so you're breaking four, hopefully. Yes. And then hopefully pouring a little bit of sugar even more on top of that, huh? Yep. Yep. Nice, Just dude. Breaking the bricks down to get to 330 someday. What's your pace? Going out then for that, what does that equal? Do you like do you have that all figured out? Like, what do you try to hang at for a three? It's um the average is eight forty five to get to that. Okay. Um, so I probably I might just I always start really slow okay. with most of my runs, which maybe comes and bites me. But I'm probably gonna start around nine, see how that goes, and just kind of dwindle it down. Negative so. split your way down. Yeah, I'm usually oh, yeah. I'm a pretty good racer for the most part because I have a pretty competitive mindset and I can just hold a pace pretty well. So nice, dude. Just gonna hope that happens. <laughs> are you competitive with your former self, or are you competitive with other runners out there? Where do More, you pour, where do you pour um, that competition? I'd say a little bit of other runners too. If, okay. if there's someone in front of me, I might try to like get up and hold a pace, hold with, pace them. with them. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That and myself, I, I just always want to do better. So yeah, exactly. You've learned, you want to show how much you've evolved as a runner right. over the past few months. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Uh, has your goal changed since you began training early this summer or has it stayed pretty even? I'd say it stayed pretty even. Okay. Um, I, there's been times where I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. Like I, I don't know if, this is really possible for me with those harder 14 mile runs, you know, like I was saying earlier, but as the 20 milers have come and I've hit paces a little easier I've got a little more confidence in that. Yes. dude. So, yeah. Who am we rooting for you? I'm feeling pretty good I'm about be rooting it. rooting for you. Yeah. Something fierce. Yeah. We get some live tracking on this. I'm sure <laughs> they, they do, do actually. Yeah. It's okay, new cool. this year. Okay. It's um, the race joy app. Oh, race joy. Using. That's like the best live tracking. 
Yeah. yeah. It should be good they stuff. They used it for Bayshore, too, so okay. already got it on the parents' phones. You got it. <laughs> Best part, you can just send all the messages the whole yeah. time. Yeah. That's <laughs> a like, good platform for that, dude. Yeah. It's done yeah. a good job. Um, what are you worried about? What do you worry about most when you race? You um, trying to put worries out the door, or do you have things that kind of creep in for you? Anything that I can't control, I get a little worried about. I'm very much a control freak. Okay. That's where my type A comes from. So it's insane. He, he, I, I bet David can attest to it. But that's also why I like my role at my job as a senior, because I have control pretty much over the whole audit. Okay. So it's like anything that I can control, I want to be able to control, which is nutrition, how fast I run, my playlist I listen to, mm-hmm. what I'm wearing. But I can't control the weather. I can't control if I get sick or anything like that. But So you worry about those things, like those yeah. little things that are kind of out of, just like they're up to up to fate kind of deal. Yep, yeah. 100%. Yeah, okay. How's the weather forecast looking? Have you looked at it? Oh, yeah. Checked it. Been checking it every day, but it looks good. David's laughing at that. He's like, yeah. has she checked the weather forecast? <laughs> I checked it like three months in advance. It's like yeah. It's looking, it's looking chill, though? Yeah, I think it's going to be like 70s and cloudy. So Oh, money. And it's always cooler in the morning, too. So 70s is probably midday. But. Yeah, okay. So you're probably going to be starting at like high 50s, little clouds. Dude. Yeah, I think so, that's which p- is that's perfect. That's PR weather, baby. Yeah. Let's I go. think that's what my marathon was last year, too. Always been a little mm-hmm. lucky with weather, so. Yeah, well, that'll change one day. But yeah. for now, let's keep it rolling, baby. <laughs> right. Changes. I, I can't even touch this thing. It's so hot. It's not going to really help at this point. Started too hot. Huh? Yeah. That actually helped. Thanks, David. Oh, All no right, problem. here we go. We're moving on. Next section. We're staying vulnerable. But you got through some of the vulnerable stuff. I'm proud of you. This is the big picture. In a photographic. All right. Big picture stuff. It's just we talked about it a little picture. bit already, Cindy. But uh, what's next for you? You thought about what's what's next after Erie, or are you just kind of laser focused on this? And then, will you like? I guess let me rephrase that. Will you kind of wind your season up after this, or is there other fall races that are on your radar? I want to do the Turkey Trot. Kay. I usually do the 15k, so I think they call it like the Drumstick Double. Okay. And I want to do like a fast 10k with that. Okay, cool. So, so I'm one more like that. shorter distance race towards the end of the year. Yep. Yep. Huh. And okay. then for next year, I've already been kind of thinking, I actually already have my hotel for Bayshore. I really oh, wow. loved Bayshore. Oh, that's cool. That's man. how type I, A I am. <laughs> Are you going to full marathon then maybe at Bayshore? That's, that's the thing I'm thinking. I don't know if I want to do the full marathon or just stick with the half. So I'm not sure on that. But the big race I really want to do next year is the Chicago marathon. You want to go to Chicago? 100%. Nice, dude. So, Chicago's an, uh, it's a fun it's a fun setting, fun race, fun city. Yeah, I've never done one of the majors too, so I just think that would be an awesome experience. Yeah, it's a good one. To, it's a good uh, box to check. It's just, you know, you see how many people are out there and it's like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, you already kind of get that vibe on a non-major marathon. I'm just like, damn. Right. Humans mm-hmm. are crazy but like then, a lot uh, of other people are running 26 miles yeah. too you guys train for this too and then the majors just like put that whole feeling on steroids dude it's right. insane so yeah. that's cool all right so more 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 marathoning uh maybe some peer pressured ultra uh, yeah stuff do you have any affinity or any like uh experience on trail running yet or are you mostly on the pavement right now Mainly pavement. Okay. Um, I will pass trails sometimes, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, a little curious? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm like, that would be... I love hiking and being in the mountains, national parks. I think that's awesome. So it 
it's just kind of combining those two. It's only two. a matter of time. Dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe after you run the Erie Marathon, maybe when we do some PRP group runs this fall. Yeah. You could come out to Ann Arbor. That'd be awesome. And meet some of the crew and run on the trails. That'd be great. Ann Arbor trails are a good kind of entry to trails. Yeah. They're I feel like buttery. I need to kind of yeah. work, not do like the actual mountains yet, but Correct. maybe kind of like gravel, you yes. know? <laughs> yeah. But it's a good, we, we got a good little entry level trail cruising. Yeah. That'd be I'm, awesome. I'm, it's, it's my new mission to get Cindy, uh, Cindy hooked on trails. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you like the national park stuff though, it's right up your alley. Yes. It's right up your alley. Um, yeah. Okay. Last vulnerable thing here. Uh, I want to see what your take on this is. Uh, advice someone who has a journey similar to you perhaps mm-hmm. but is that a, a few chapters back yeah getting interested in running yep but not really sure what to do uh maybe with some social anxiety around self-confidence in that space or joining group runs what would your advice to someone in that state be and why i would say just go for it um everything in life i feel like i the what ifs hurt more than actually just doing it. And really, you just got to think about it logically. Like, really, what do you have to lose? Maybe a few dollars from running a race. Maybe you might feel embarrassed, but I highly doubt that you will feel embarrassed. Just you're surrounded by so many people. There's so many people running so many different paces. Everybody's just awesome in the running community, too. I haven't met a single rude, mean person, too. It's just going to boost your confidence in the long run. So yeah. put yourself out there then. 100%. Yeah. That's good advice. It's hard though. Yeah. Easier said than done. Yep. Yeah. I just, I, I, I 100% understand that too. Cause even the first time I went to that running club, you don't know anyone there, but really nobody, I promise you, nobody is judging you. They're applauding you for coming out and putting yourself out there. Yeah. Every time I see a new person, I'm just like, you go, that's hard to do. Yeah, so. it is. Kind of a congratu- like a congratulatory thing, like nice work. Yeah. Way to come out here. Yep. Yeah. Good for you. And I think that you're like we said, your Instagram does a good job of illustrating that journey for someone who might be in that space of like going from going from that person who was a little scared to now got all these plans and shit. Yeah. Hybridizing training plans. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Running sub four marathons, hopefully. And you don't have to, you know, run marathons to be a runner too. I think that's a huge thing that people are pushing nowadays it's like oh are you a runner did you run a marathon it's like no but you can go out you don't even need a watch you know just put some plain old shoes on and just go for a run I promise your day will be a lot better just getting out in the fresh air you can walk run walking is fine I do it sometimes too everything is acceptable Mm, that's beautiful (laughs) give me daps on that one dude that's big PRP vibes Um, okay cool we're moving on a couple quick sections we'll wrap this thing up what's the plan for the plan for the big race weekend is is this guy coming oh yeah he I'll is yes bro yeah. yep okay so sunday race yes when are we heading down friday or saturday saturday morning cool getting down there what is it, like two or three hour drive nothing it's crazy a four hour drive four hour drive yep okay we doing hotel yes nice yep i'll have i think me and him will be in a room and then my parents are also coming yes so they'll be in their room as well dude we got the super fans along for the yeah. ride yeah my Good. parents are huge supporters so R- remind me of your parents names gary is my dad's name Kay. and cheryl is my mom's name gary and cheryl yeah super fanning shout out dude that's, that's right. amazing uh, what are our thoughts for dinner on Saturday night? Have you already like researched a place? Oh yeah. So <laughs> I, like I said, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm very type A. Uh-huh. So there is this one meal I make before every long run okay. and that is a homemade pizza. 
Oh, yum. Yeah. And because, like I said, David is such a great supporter, he got me actually a pizza stone. Okay. So I will go to a bakery by my house and get $2 pizza dough, and I'll make a homemade pizza that I do. Amazing. And so, I'll bring that with me. Oh, so you're bringing the homemade pizza down. A hundred percent. Oh, shit. Yeah, are yeah. you feeding the crew or are they going to be fending for themselves for dinner? Um, with Bayshore, I actually brought it for Bayshore too. And he ate the pizza with me. He basically like carb loads with me too. Attaboy. So yeah, Someone's got to do, Attaboy. It. Someone's yeah. gotta do it. Someone's got to fucking do it. So I might do it if they want to. They don't have to, okay. but so, I just ask. So you, you're taking care of number one and they got to figure out what's up for them. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's and fair. Plus, we're in Pennsylvania. It's a pierogi pocket. So. Yeah, you're ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. Come back to some of your Polish roots. Yeah, dude. you got to get back. Go get yourself some fucking Polish. pierogies, dude. Yeah, you're, exactly. you're Polish too. Yeah. Yep. Nice, dude. Yeah. I bet that yeah. helped in like the Facebook messaging phase too. Like, oh yeah, it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we both love our pierogies. We want to get a dog someday and name it pierogi. Oh, yeah. my parents said that's a dog so good. Punchki. Okay, perfect, so dude. It's like, yeah, just keep it rolling. Yes. That's. I love it. Um. What do we do in morning of? I always do yeah. um, one of those Morton granola bars. Nice. Which is, I know it's like, oh, it's just a gr- overpriced granola bar, but uh, it, it, works it sits for you. so well in my stomach. So I love those and I do the Morton gels too. So Kay. I mainly, I do like a three day carb load for that. So I don't eat a ton in the morning. Kay. I definitely do something, but Pretty yeah. light in the morning because you've loaded up a little bit. Yeah. You coffeeing in the morning? Um, Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Are you coffee on race day? Um, I do. I don't think I normally do. I don't think no. I did for Bayshore. I don't. I don't think so. A lot of my like my electrolyte drink and my gels have caffeine. Okay, so you so, don't you don't need the extra juice, right? The yeah. Morton gels have like a hundred milligrams, which is a lot. Yeah, that's like two cups. Isn't a normal cup of coffee fifty? It's like eighty four. Eighty four. Okay, yeah. so that's like a cup of coffee and change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know we got to talk code brown. Oh you yeah. Listen to the episode. Uh, what uh, what's the code brown? Uh, anxiety uh, is it high in the morning or is it pretty like ah, it'll happen or is yeah. it like, uh-oh. and at the crim we just did <laughs> i just did the crim and i i went to the bathroom beforehand normally i'm like a one and done and okay. it, there's no issues but we were driving there and it's about an hour and a half drive and we get there and i'm like okay like i definitely have to go to the bathroom again and one of my friends picked up my packet for me so i was waiting for them to give me my packet and they took kind of a, a little bit to give me the packet. And uh, the bathroom lines were super long. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, literally, oh, literally shit. shit. But um, yeah, I made it, thankfully. But I Barely. he took a picture of me in line, and he's like, this is the face of someone who has to shit. Mm-hmm. So you double-deuced on the crim. I did. Was that so, your first pre-race double-deuce? I think I may have for the marathon, too, okay. last but le- year. But with less anxiety? Yeah, I yeah. definitely get anxiety around that because... I feel like every runner has kind of run into that sometimes oh, yeah. where they feel that. And that's the worst feeling in the world. You want to get that out before you're out there. Yeah. Everybody sends you, if you're a runner, everybody's going to send you that picture of that one guy running <laughs> with the shit all down their legs. It's just like, oh God. It's a rite of passage in the running world to get it the is. poop picture. Yeah. Um, will you, are you pretty regular in the morning though? Like, will you, get yeah. your, will you get your first out of the way? No problem. It's just a matter of that second one arriving. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. One in the chamber. Yeah, Yeah. one in the the chamber of secrets, bro. Fucking hell, dude. I'm going to be sending up good Code Brown vibes for you. Thank you. David, I need you to be sending up good Code Brown vibes, too. Yeah, yeah. Just hold it. Lock it down. (laughs) Usually it's one. Usually it's one, and I try again just to make sure. Just to make sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An insurance, an insurance stop. We'll call it that. Yeah, Yeah, the confidence booster. I love that. Uh, What are plans uh, post-race just coming back on Sunday, or are you guys staying down there Sunday night, too? 
coming back Sunday. Okay, cool. Um, so maybe like a lunch afterwards? and Yeah, okay. definitely. I love having a beer after. I love having a draft beer okay. after a race. That just feels so good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Probably get. I love ice cream too, so oh, maybe great. ice cream. Dude, David's going. You just ran twenty six miles. You got to eat ice cream. David's yeah. going to help you with the beer and the ice cream. Yeah, he'll be there. It's not a problem. He'll be. Yeah. There. <laughs> Moral support. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Last section. Here we go. Look good. What you wearing? Run good. So tell me about the drip, All right. What are you dripping on? You're pretty drippy in the gram. You yeah. wear some nice clothes. Yeah. What do you got? On, let's go toe to tip. What do you got on your feet these days? What are you running in? So I will run the race in the Saucony Speed 3s. Hell yeah. What color? Blue. Mm. Yep. Nice. I really wanted the pink ones, but I haven't been able to find them. They're kind of so. hard to find the colorways sometimes. Yeah. The blue is fine, though. Kay. I don't really care. Okay. Um, and then I will do features socks. Nice. Like a little half-calf deal? Yep. What, yep. Co- what color? Will you go white with those or dark? Yep. White. Okay. Yes, easy. Solid. Um, you and got then, the half tight or a short? What do you got? Uh, like kind of like a five inch short. Okay. They're like a spandex short, just easy. They got pockets in them too. Perfect. So black. Do that. Yep, black. Nice. Pretty much all my shorts are black. Yeah. But what kind of top you got rocking? I think I'm gonna do like a teal top. It's what I did my last twenty miler in. Okay. So I'm pretty much gonna wear that exact same outfit. Nice, dude. Yeah, wear. You gotta wear what's familiar. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't decided. I usually don't wear a hat or anything. I always braid my ponytail. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask what you do with the beautiful red hair. Yep. A single braid? Yeah, okay. so I do like a ponytail and then I braid the ponytail. Solid. And then you yep. let the ponytail hang? Yep. Nice, dude. Yeah. Does that not bother you? I've always, no. I need to start rocking. I'm always bunned up. I have a okay. kind of a lack of uh, uh, variation with my hair. And I'd like to start doing some braiding and stuff like that. Yeah. So the, the single braid doesn't like whip you and annoying it's pretty chill not for the most part just because it's so tied up well that it doesn't like whip me in the face if it's just long and not braided it'll kind of get all Make over the place around. yeah, yeah. yeah okay. and it gets just like really tangled so that's why i braid it yeah nice and especially with sweat too that just gets kind of nutty but it gnarls it up even more what uh, do you wear sunglasses you gonna plan to wear some sunnies i usually do wear sunglasses i use some gutter sunglasses nice dude. i haven't decided if i will yeah I get, it depends on how sunny it gets yeah if it's cloudy you should be good yeah right but will you go out there with like the sunnies on your head just in case you need them or will you just say sometimes yes or no? i loop them like in my shirt oh dope but sometimes they'll squeak too like i'll hear it squeaking oh yeah i've heard that the the gooders because they have like the little bit of the sticky rubber on them yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i haven't decided yet okay but i'll bring them just in case tbd yeah it's nice that she's wearing teal you'll be able to see her pretty easily yeah but. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's easy always like orange or something it's, she has worst case scenario just wear, wear david's shirt yeah yeah you can't miss you i'll wear the pit vipers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we're winding up here. Uh, David, this is the time that I usually like to put my guest host on the spot a little bit, bro. Oh, boy. All right. I know. Uh, put a little pressure on you, but uh, nothing too big. But I'd just like to, you know, give this uh, time to you to wish your wonderful partner good luck or remind her of some things that perhaps are you're aware of that are important for her to remember before she takes on these big efforts like that. But just wanted to give you the mic and the time <laughs> a little bit to wish her good luck or say whatever you want to say to her. Yeah. Well, First of all, you're going to kill it. I know you're going to be fine. You're prepared. You've been doing this for four years now. You're ready to go. So just lock in and get it done. And if something doesn't go to plan, just take a deep breath and then readjust. Whenever you rush into the next thing, you always like carry the, you know, the mistake from the previous thing. Five seconds go into the next mistake. And then, you know, you get on this downward spiral. I know. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a critique, I guess. I'm not trying to. 
absent motivational. <laughs> no, yeah. But it makes sense. Yeah, just, something to remember, though. Yeah, but just remember, take a deep breath, reset yeah. yourself. That yep. little thing's not the end of the world. You're still running. You got two legs. Yeah. Get out there and get it. Before every and big run. <laughs> oh, I love you too. Before every big run, I'll be like, oh, you know, I'm a little nervous. And he's like, you just got to put one foot in front of the other. And I'm yeah. like, you're absolutely right. That's all it is. So. That's good advice, David. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, bro. I like that. Like, yeah, when, especially early on in running or, you know, even not even early on any time when you're racing and you put in a lot of work, that's why running is crazy because like, it's not like a season where you like play all these games and you're like, oh, I had yeah. a bad game, but we'll be back tomorrow. It's like, yep. you kind of train for three months and then you have one chance yeah. to let it shine. Yeah. And so when something goes wrong, instead of like letting that snowball into mm-hmm. like now seven things have gone wrong. Yeah. It's just a little bit of a center yourself. It's over. What's done is done. And you move on. Yeah. It's kind of like really similar to music. Like growing up, I played clarinet and, um, you know, you go to like the solo and ensembles and you have like the solo you've worked on for months and months mm-hmm. and months in your basement, you know, your workshop in it. Mom and dad listen to you squeak or whatever. <laughs> and then you get there and then like you miss one or two notes and it's like you have to make that decision. Like, am I going to be mad that I missed that C sharp in the 15th measure or am I going to play the best? Am I going to keep killing it from yeah, here exactly. on out? Yeah, you just got to keep doing what you can do. That's a good analogy, bro. Same so. with cheer too. Yeah. It's, uh-huh. You have that one performance and... If someone falls in a stunt, you just got to keep going. Got to keep rolling. Yep. Or, or more falls are going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we want to keep uh, extrapolating, it's really an, an analogy for life. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. Shit happens. Yes. And you got to adjust. Yeah. 100%. And shit's really never going to go the way you planned it to. No. It's yeah. fun to try to plan. Yeah. yeah. But shit don't go the way to plan. No, that's, <laughs> I learned that pretty early. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a little more, longer to learn it, but then I learned it pretty quick and hard. I'm like, eh. yeah. I'm going to try to have a general... Mm, compass for my life but having an exact map is no isn't it oh, good yeah yeah i blew that map out of the water many <laughs> years ago <laughs> but it's all good things are um make your opportunities yeah for sure well cindy i don't have advice for you uh <laughs> because i think that you're super dialed in and you're more dialed in with running than i am these days but i'll just tell you that uh i'm inspired by your journey i think that your journey is one that in some pseudo ways i am trying to provide a platform to people with the who listen to the PRP to kind of have the confidence in themselves to make running their own. Mm-hmm. And you have just done that in the coolest way ever. Awesome. And I think that you're you're just like a little microcosm of like what running can do or what a what a relationship with a passion can do yes. for someone's, you know, self worth, self confidence. And 100%. so I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Ginger Gone Running. Thank you. I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay connected to to you and, and I'm happy that I got a chance to meet David and Gonna come run with you in Royal Oak for sure. Yes, definitely. And we're gonna get you on the trails in Ann Arbor. I'd love to. Because I'm, I'm gonna my my scheming to make Cynthia Vink an ultra runner starts today. <laughs> and mark yeah. my words, this is a manifesto. I hope that we're having a podcast for your first hundred miler, and I yes. will I will play this clip. Oh my god! Into our ears. I'll get the the little poles ready to go. You'll get the That's poles my ready. Christmas gift. Just like Sally. Just yes, like Sally. Yeah. Um, but good luck this weekend. Have fun. Thank That's you. I guess that'd be my one yeah. piece of advice. Don't. Don't get so caught up in the whole plan yep. and the goals to forget why you're there. Yep. You got your wonderful um, partner there. You got your family there. Yep. You're there to perform, but you're also there to have an experience and be a human being and live. 100%. So put that first and you'll probably do really well. Awesome. So good luck. Thanks so much for having me. It's yeah. been yeah. awesome to just This has been fun. Thank everything. you very much. Yeah, of course. Time. Good luck and, and uh, thanks again for coming out, guys. Yeah, yeah thank you so much. Don't be afraid to bring the jokes back. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Season 3, Episode 9 of the PRP was recorded in Ann Arbor, Michigan, downtown at Ann Arbor Running Company on Ashley Street. PRP intro, outro, and all of our wonderful jingle jams by the Honorable Mr. Jacob Sigmund. All right, PRP listenership, there you have it. What a breath of fresh air it was to sit and chat with Cindy and David. Cindy, so sincere, and David, such a goofball. I really enjoyed their presence and hope you maybe learned a thing or two or maybe got inspired by Cindy and her journey. I know I certainly did always love crossing paths with someone who is so venomously following a passion and is so authentically themselves in the process. You're killing it, Cindy. Keep it rolling, girl. Quick race report for you. Guess what? Cindy put in an absolute shift this past weekend down in Pennsylvania and PR'd by 49 minutes. That's right. You heard that right. Not 49 seconds, but 49 minutes. Lord have mercy, girl. Her official time down at the Erie Marathon, three hours, 47 minutes, and 37 seconds. I'd say, Cindy, that's comfortably sub four. Well done. Although her race was smooth overall, and she was damn near metronomic with her splits, she does admit that it was quite a grind. The humidity took hold of her early and was unrelenting. But each time she felt like she was slowing down a tad, she relied on her training and got back to all of those glorious 5 a.m. workouts. She got up too many damn times, too damn early to let this one slip up. Cindy, I know you're proud of yourself for this one, homie, and you should be. David's proud. I'm sure your entire family is proud. All of your running cronies are proud. I'm proud. Shit, the PRP listenership is proud. So happy to see you get the results you were chasing after this training vlog and simply can't wait to see where your journey with running takes you. Whether you choose to bump it up and run ultras or 100 milers or stick to the pavement and keep things short and quick, whatever the case may be, we'll be here waiting, watching, and cheering. Enjoy this one. All right, gang, I'm out. Next episode of the PRP is a unique one and features two separate guests and a guest host who will be joining me to chat about an all-woman's running event that was born here in Ann Arbor and is really starting to thrive. Who will be joining to chat it up about their ambitious goals for this speedy race? What distance and race will we be chatting about? You know, come on now, you know I'm going to make you tune in to find out, right? Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your walk. Enjoy the rest of your run. And we'll see you back here very soon. Do you have an impression queued up? Because I'm probably going to make you do uh, one, bro. Hold on. Let me get the water in there. Gotta... You don't have to get... <laughs> I'm just making sure you have one in mind, dude. Um, yeah, I can do something. I'm trying to think. <laughs> um, I like the gingy one. Yeah. Not the gumdrop button. Yeah. <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> That's pretty good, bro. Isn't it? That's pretty fucking good, dude. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, my dude, the pit vi- can I tell you that the pit viper glasses with that shirt are it's immaculate vibes. Thank you, dude. <laughs> thank you. I strive for that. <laughs> I uh, what about the George W. Bush? <laughs> George <What>? W. Bush. <laughs> yes, dude. Now watch, watch me hit job. this drive. <laughs> yeah.
Y'all want some tacos? <laughs> War on. What does he say? He, he says uh, something about Iraq, and yeah, then he hits like, the drive. Get. He's like, "And we're gonna go invade Iraq or something." <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. Now watch me hit, hit this drive. drive. <laughs> okay, this is good. Um, this is gonna be good stuff, dude. That's what else? That's There's plenty another one. Yeah, I, mean, I can do. I don't know. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. He says. I can try. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. Not afraid. Not afraid to try. Um, okay, let's see. I think we're ready. All right. You guys have any questions for me? Is there anything that we shouldn't do to the microphones? Like, don't touch them or anything? You can touch them. You can do whatever you want. Cool. I'll give you free reign on it, baby. Uh, You can say whatever you want to say. You can do whatever you want to do. And, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that we'll keep this tighter than two hours, but sometimes you just never fucking know, dude. Yeah. I mean, if it's good conversation. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) it's just rolling, dude. Yeah. Sometimes I get people in here that I'm just like, I love everyone that comes in here, but sometimes I get people in here and I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. I can tell like 10 minutes and I'm like, it's not gonna going. be a three-hour episode. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's easy. We got nothing going on. So. Yeah. Okay, but he's probably got something going on. Yeah. I don't. No, I don't. I'm open. I'm free and easy, baby. Um, okay, uh, how's this sound? Run. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three. Run, 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 run. run.